What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BTR podcast. Before we get started, as usual, like, comment, and subscribe. And make sure you guys follow our Instagram, uh, Twitter, TikTok, etc. We post almost daily. Audio listeners, Joven, who are you shouting out again? Brussels. <laughs> uh, um, make sure you guys rate five stars if you guys enjoy it, and then download it if you guys prefer to listen to the audio way. Before we also continue with today's banger of an episode, I would say. Uh, yeah, I would say that. Uh, we dropped our, as we teased last time, uh, we dropped our third episode of the week, Saturday. Uh, dropped a, with a guest, special guest, a good friend of ours, reunited. Our third guest. Our third guest ever, Derek Bossy. Um, the people locally in the Vancouver area will know who he is, a local former uh, Canada U-20 17 star, scored one of the one of the game, one of the winners, game winners, I don't know why I'm messing up right now, we scored the game winner goal against Gondalupe. Had a has a great story. He shared his um his story of his brother carrying his legacy, Brandon Bossy, who unfortunately had passed away back in 2019. Make sure you guys check that podcast out. It did not feel like it was a long podcast. Yeah, it was a fun conversation. Yeah, he said the same thing, and he he did not hold back on us either. Yeah, <laughs> he, uh, if you want to see us get roasted, go to that podcast. Yeah. He'll he'll roast us. He'll roast other family members that of ours. Obviously, the people that know us might know who they are, but. If you want to see us get roasted, click on that podcast. You will not be disappointed. It has uh, like it has everything. It has his stories, um, serious moments, funny moments, and it's just overall chill podcast. Yeah, so make sure you guys check that one out, and we'll let you guys know when the next one will be. But without a further ado, let's get right into it. It is officially the last weekend before NFL football will begin. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm excited. I'm really I hate happy. this time of year. And not in terms of the sports. Yeah. I hate this time of year because it's like, you don't know how to feel. It's like, sports is back, right? PL, uh, soccer in general has started. Um, and uh, NFL, NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball playoffs. All a lot, lot, of, going a lot of stuff is happening. But now, thankfully, I'm no longer in school. You're going back to school. It's still, it just gives, for me, it just gives me the vibe that it's that time of year. Summer's ending. It's yeah. getting colder. It's raining right now. I mean, yeah. Okay, so yeah, obviously summer ending, that sucks. But that's what we look forward to as sports fans. Like, this time of year, this kind of makes me forget that winter's coming. Because, like, you know, yeah, it's shitty weather and all that stuff. Summer because, is like... like you a, know, I'm, I'm going to be inside watching games anyways. <laughs> yeah, like, summer is definitely a vibe, too. Because you, you get to do your own thing, play our sports, for example. This trophy's still right here. Um... Yeah, so it's NFL season though. We're getting, we're predicting the whole NFL season. Disclaimer: We're not telling you guys to make. If you guys are betting people, we're not telling you guys to make these picks. Oh yeah, <laughs> who yeah. we think are winning. We don't know how to bet. We didn't even look at any betting apps. For, uh, apps. Uh, we don't even know how to bet. Exactly. <laughs> we didn't look at any ba- betting apps for this, like the over under. This is strictly our opinion, making predictions. You know, we might look stupid. We might, cause we, I think we might have went a little bold. Here and there in the standings. Those of you guys know our over under video. I made a bold claim there. We'll I'll bring that up again. So again, bet at your own risk. If because I know sports betting has been a big thing, and you guys don't even want to listen to us because ever since we started the podcast, we've been 50 50. We've been 50 at 50, but some of them have been horrendous. Some calls. of them are bad, right? So yeah. bet at your own risk if, it, if you guys want to bet. <laughs> as simple as that. Some, some have been good, but but yeah, we're predicting the NFL season. And sorry, last thing, 
We will be dropping our NFL tier list. That is nothing to do with predictions. That's just who we think is the best team. Just who's on good. Yeah, it's and already recorded. That'll who's be coming good on out. paper. Yeah, yeah exactly. Who, paper. who we think is the best team and compare uh, good on paper. That will be coming out hopefully this Saturday. So just keep an eye out on that as well. But yeah, let's get right into it. All We're right. predicting the standings for the playoffs, our Super Bowl prediction, and the major awards. All right, so let's start off with the AFC. and we'll We're going standings first. Division. Uh, AFC East. All right. Let me just pull my list up here. I'll s- I'll just say my four teams right now, in order. One Buffalo Bills. Number two Miami Dolphins. Number three New York Jets, and number four New England Patriots. So my number one Buffalo Bills. My number two New York Jets. Yeah. Number three Miami Dolphins, and number four the New the England Patriots. Patriots. Probably the hardest division in football. There's a clear three-headed monster in this. Yeah. And uh, obviously, so, they're going to be top three in the division. What made you pick Miami over the Jets? I think Jets are going to be... Jets are have, Jets have some pressure, right? Jets have the hype as well. They're a young team. Where Miami is kind of their second year of doing this, right? Former uh, last year playoff team. And with a healthy Tua, they had an insane record. Yeah, um, obviously I skimmed through the schedule. I'm basing my list a little bit on vibes as well. Because <laughs> like at the end of the day, you, you could do all the research in the world. Like we do, I don't the, know if we're doing our family pickums this year, which we should. Yeah, right. Like people that don't watch football, March Madness brackets, for yeah, example, right? Simple. Some randomest people win it all. Yeah. Compared and to people who actually watch football. Exactly. Football, like, yes, the best teams will probably still get into the playoffs. It's not like the Arizona Cardinals, for example, are going to get in the playoffs. I mean, who knows, though, at the end of the day. Still. They're not. But I'm just saying, who knows, though, yeah, at the know, end of the day. But, but uh, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I went with, I know I uh, preached continuity, which I will for the, uh, which I'm still kind of doing this. The Bills, for me, my, the reason why I think we both have it is just the continuity. And, uh, they, the, and they, the vengeance they here. They filled some needs. Yeah. They vengeance some here. Needs, yeah. Vaughn Miller is out on pop, so four weeks. But the reason why I picked the Jets is because Aaron Rodgers. I think... Between the two teams, um, I need to see Tua healthy. And that, yeah, we're basing it off health for sure. But we also have to incorporate the injury factor that he has. Yeah. And as much as I love what Miami has done, and I think it's great, I think New York's defense is still elite. They added Aaron Rodgers. Because with Mike White, they were like 7 and 10, I think. Something close. Yeah, like they're 7 and right? 10. So they were close with Mike White, Mr. Seeing ghosts of uh, Zach Wilson. No, sorry, that was Sam Darnold. Sorry, Zach Wilson. I, I mixed them up. But Zach Wilson. Um, and then who was the third guy? Joe Flacco, right? Now you have a stud. Aaron Rodgers is coming off a pretty bad year himself, but now he has weapons. The O-line is the question mark. And I know we alluded that to in the tier list. That's another reason why. Um, but I still think they'll be fine. I think Brees Hall coming back, pairing him up with Delvin Cook will put that pressure off. Aaron Rodgers literally puts it in the pocket of yeah, like Garrett obviously. Wilson is going to be there. You have his safety blanket in Alan, Rizzo, Alan Lazard and uh, Randall Cobb. Now I'm not expecting Randall Cobb to go off. And who's yeah. the tight end? Uh, it doesn't even matter. At okay. this rate. But yeah, uh, I, that's the reason why I think the Jets. Uzama, I think. And yeah. like, you know, this has been the year of teams kind of going over the hump. The Sacramento Kings, the Seattle Mariners last year. Yeah, yeah. The Jets, I think, are the longest 10-year team now, and I think they will get over it. Like, I don't disagree with you. I had trouble picking as a who's me second and third. Yeah. For me, Bills were number one still. Patriots were number four. Yeah. Uh, and hey, don't sleep on the Patriots, too. Don't, I, I still so, like, Belichick will do something. Yeah. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, but yeah, uh, 
I just ended up with the Dolphins just because of it's the, like a coin flip. Like I yeah, could have done an easy flip. coin flip. Yeah, for but sure. I just ended up with Dolphins because of the continuity yeah. factor and uh, speed. Speed does kill yeah. with Waddle and Hill. Yeah, I mean, and also good news with Tyreek Hill. Also secondary. I mean, I know Jalen Ramsey's not healthy right now, but that secondary yeah. once healthy is gonna be dominant. Vic Fangio, yeah. No, um, uh, and Vic Fangio. The good news well, is yeah. Tyreek Hill. I think he's not getting charged. I think remember he had some yeah, legal yeah, issues. Yeah. I think he's not getting charged, so that's good. Unless some Elvin Kamara thing comes up and, and he'll get suspended. But official for me, Bills, Jets, Dolphins, Patriots. Bills, Dolphins, Jets, Patriots. All right. Who, uh, who's next for you on the list? AFC North. Okay. so I'm going by Google, so it's AFC West. AFC North. Another tough one. And you want me to start this one? Yeah, give it four. Baltimore is number one. Okay. Cincinnati's number two. Okay. Cleveland's number three. Yeah. And Pittsburgh's number four. Now, Pittsburgh is still going to finish eight, eight, and one minimum. <laughs> that being said, this, this is probably, I mean, this is the toughest division in the AFC. You think, yeah, I think out of all four teams, yeah. As the other ones are top heavy and the Patriots are like just there, I think these all guys, four teams have a chance, yeah, right? Where I don't think Patriots really have a chance, but I'm went with the Bengals, Browns, Ravens, so we were different, different Steelers. Um, yeah, give your reasoning first. Bengals, Orlando Brown, big ad for me. They lost their safeties, which sucks, but I think they did enough in the draft and free agency wise to you know minimize that impact. Uh, because Jesse Bates and Vaughn Bell are stud players. Joe Burrow with the three wide receivers. Joe uh, Mixon is back. O line is better than last year. Joe Mixon is still there. Trey Hendricks, Trey Hendrickson, Sam Hubbard, Logan Wilson, they're all still there, and the uh, the continuity factor. They've been doing it the last yeah. two years. Um, so the reason why I went, I obviously that that's the reason why I had them second, not the only reason. Uh, I had them second because I think Baltimore will now has a definitive answer in Lamar Jackson. Simple. That's that's the main reason why. Um, and I know there's many people that are gonna be like, oh, Lamar Jackson isn't that great. This is a re- this is based on regular season standings, so that's what I'm doing it based off. Um, but for me, Lamar Jackson is back now. Again, health is the question. But he's officially back. There's no contract uh, distractions. You uh, you give him OBJ, Mr. Reliable. You still have Mark Andrews, his Mr. Reliable. You have a new play caller. You add Zay Flowers. You still have Gus Edwards, right, if I'm not mistaken. J.K. Dobbins, Dobbins is the big one. Yeah, so they're still back there. I don't have any problems with their defense in general. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they're always there. I know they lost pieces, don't get me wrong. But... I just think when Lamar Jackson does play, and he did the same thing last year, they barely lose. They barely lose. And when he's out is when they miss the playoffs or barely make the playoffs and get lo- and then lose right away. Yeah, so that's your reason for Ravens. Uh, obviously, you explained your bang. I explained Bengals. So, oh yeah, you had Browns second. So I had Browns second. So, why are they ahead of the Ravens for you? I just think they had a better offseason. <laughs> I genuinely do. Here, I'm going to call you out here. We we disrespected the Browns. I, we, I did disrespect them in the, the tier list. But then when I looked at it back, I was like, yeah, I, I messed up. Yeah. Right? Nick Chubb, one of the top three back in the league. Yeah. Deshaun Watson is my question mark. But if he is Deshaun Watson from before. He's coming from day one this time. Huh? He's really there for day one. But if he is a Deshaun Watson from Houston, Houston, uh, where he led the league in yards, made the playoffs multiple times, I think he could potentially be the best quarterback in that division. And and that tier list, you were questioning the number two. But I obviously, I'm still going to give to Joe Burrow. I'm not going to disrespect yeah. him. Uh, defensively, Denzel Ward's still there. They have uh, 
added some few pieces. I think secondary wise, uh, Miles Rocky Asin. Rocky, no, not Rocky Asin. Sorry, wrong team. Uh, Mix that one up. My bad. Anthony Walker is still back with the that's what I'm Taki Taki with, yeah. linebackers. I think are enough, and uh, Elijah Moore. I, I was so questioning their two. second second uh, who will be their second option, just second second option. I mean. And I think Elijah Moore could be that guy for them. Isn't Joku still there? I don't know. Maybe he is still there as well. Yeah. So I pretty yeah, sure. Yeah. No. Is. I I genuinely think Deshaun Watson last year had like again rightfully so a lot of scrutiny on him, and he had a lot of uh, uh he had a lot of the what do you call it? Obviously distraction, right? And he's coming back from what it was like an eleven game suspension. So it was hard to get. He couldn't even practice, I believe. I I don't think he was able to be in the in the yeah. I don't think it was in loud. the practice facilities while the team was there, at least like together. And listen, Deshaun Watson, in once upon a time, was a, like playing like a top five quarterback before Joe Burrow and all these guys came into the league. I still believe he's that guy. I'm only putting him number three because I cannot disrespect the Bengals personally. So I, that's why I'm putting him number two. And Browns can fight for a playoff spot. It'll be tough, but they can fight for a playoff yeah, spot. Yeah, so quickly, these were the defensive ads I was talking about. Zadarius Smith yep. with Miles Garrett pass rushing, solid. Uh, Taki Taki and Walk, Anthony Walker Jr. are going to be their linebackers. Rodney McLeod and Juan Thornhill. They did lose John Johnson, safety, yeah. but they replaced them all with those two players. Rodney uh, McLeod had an under-80 year with the Colts. He did. Year. He generally did. And then uh, Dalvin Tomlinson, defensive tackle as well. So those are some solid ads defensively. And uh, we forgot about draft. Cedric Tillman could be a potential steal of this draft as well because I think he was a Texas player, right? I Him and Jalen Hyatt, know. right? I'm pretty I, I sure. I don't much, remember. I, I can't say too much. I, I, think, I, I think that's what it was. I'm not 100% sure. But, yeah. I mean, Texas, those, wait, those you're, saying, you're saying that him and Jalen Hyatt were teammates? Yeah. Tennessee. Like, or Tennessee, not Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Tennessee. Yeah. That was my bad. Uh, yeah. So I mean, that's yeah. why I just I think I think those pieces are gonna help Pittsburgh. Honestly, I st- again, you can oh, never the, count all them four out. of these teams could be over five hundred. Pick Pittsburgh, the, Pittsburgh, and Baltimore. Baltimore made the playoffs, and they had the same record as Pittsburgh. It's because of tiebreakers. Same with Miami. They all had Miami and Dolphin. Yeah. Miami and Baltimore had the tiebreakers. So yeah, Pittsburgh at the end of the day could still finish eight, eight and one, nine and eight, and might miss it. Like I, I won't be surprised. Yeah. Simple as that. You got T.J. Watt, probably the best defensive player in the game, um, pass rushing wise. Yeah, this was after for me after Bengals. This was tough for me to rank two, three, and four. I don't know who to put. In my personal opinion, I think this when I was doing it, this was my toughest division. Yeah. To you know rank one, two, three, four, but we'll move on to. Uh, Opposite ends of the division, which is the AFC South. They'll probably you think this is the worst or the NFC South the worst? NFC South's the worst. Okay. We'll power rank them at the Actually, end. Actually, no, they're both they're both yeah. I think they're both equally bad. <laughs> but yeah, uh I'll go this time. Jaguars, obviously, Titans, Colts, Texans. Jaguars, Titans, Texans, Colts. Okay, yeah. So I'm not like I said, I, I, I try my best not to be biased. Obviously, when I want to be and I need to be, I will. Like obviously you've seen me during the Laker playoff games, but no, I I think you um, Houston has the more ready quarterback. I think their defense will be fine. Will Anderson is there? I know you looked at the ads as well, so you could probably speak a little bit more. Jimmy Ward, um, Ryan's. I guess off the bat, let's just start from the top. Uh, uh, Jaguars. This is easy answer. Easy answer. Easy. I, answer. I, can't, I can't see them. You're, you're adding your favorite one of your favorite receivers. 
Calvin and Calvin Ridley. Ridley's back. And Christian Kirk having a great year by him being the number one. Now you're making Kirk, the, Kirk being the number yeah. two. And Evan Ingram's yeah. coming off a career year. T, year two of T-Law and Peterson because I don't count year one for him. Yeah. And uh, and he proved it last year ATN too. ATN is there still. Yeah, so that's the reason why no, no need to get in the Jaguars. Defensively, same thing. I think they're, they're fine. They're solid. They're, they're set. Yeah, and number two, Tennessee. I still feel like they'll they're fight a good for a playoff spot. They, DeAndre Hopkins made me put him second for sure. Mike Rabel gets the best out of that team. Yeah. Genuinely does get the best out of that team where they're always competing. And number three and four. So this is where we differentiate here. The reason why, again, like I said, Houston, I think they have the more ready quarterback at the moment. No, no, that doesn't mean that's the case because we know Anthony Anthony Richardson's athleticism will probably be a bigger factor than CJ Stroud, right? But I think CJ Stroud has the better weapons. That's number one. Uh, yeah, n- uh, number two, I just, I feel, I feel like the continuity in Houston is better than Indy. Offensively, Indy had a yeah, lo- yeah. had a shit show last year. They did new coaching staff, and then on the defensive side, Indy lost a lot of their secondary. Stephon yeah, Gilmore was a big factor, and now teams are be more comfortable throwing at guys like Daryl Baker if he starts. Juju Dallas Prince. Flowers, Juju Brents is probably injured, so I don't even know how much is he gonna be like those guys, right? Whereas Stephon Gilmore took one side of the field away. Rodney McLeod, like we mentioned earlier, had a great safety year. Question is, can Julian Blackman and Nick Cross even Ronnie Thomas? Ronnie Thomas. Was good uh, Nick Cross bounced back and Ronnie Thomas was good Continue. but he was with Ronnie McLeod which was a big help as well and can Julian Blackman from an injury come back to it hey, I agree with you that how much Steve of it was a bias tried. how much of it was a bias too not really oh okay I think it would be like a, a little bit of a bias if it was biased me, if it was biased I'm putting him second place actually yeah <laughs> okay no I thought even with the bias was no. third uh, I agree with you that CJ Scrout is the more ready QB but the thing I disagree with you, I think Colts have the better ready roster compared to the Texans. Yeah. I think the Colts have a better D-line. I think the Colts have a better linebacking group. I think the Colts have about have a better O-line if they are healthy. One person leaves, that O-line collapses. Yeah, if they are healthy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just, I genuinely think, genuinely think that the Colts have just those star players that the Texans don't have. The star players being Buckner, Shaq Leonard, Quentin Nelson, hopefully Jonathan Taylor, and yeah, and Michael Pittman as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I just I this indie team is weird. Like, if Jonathan Taylor was playing from the beginning and we didn't have the drama, but even with the drama, and if he were were to play, I would think they would be third place. Jonathan Taylor's missing four games, and even after that, we don't know what the hell is happening with that team, right? Another thing is that like. Richardson's ceiling is higher than Stroud's as well. Yeah, for sure. But That's the floor guaranteed. is lower. But the floor than is lower. But if Richardson is anything like his ceiling this first year, the Colts could jump to division victory. Listen, <laughs> I've seen like how um, two ends of the spectrum. I could see. I've seen people say Colts could fight. I've seen the opposite as well. Richardson looked good in preseason eye test wise, but his numbers were not there. Like. Gardner Min- if you're looking at it that way, Gardner Minshew should be the starter if they're trying to win, obviously. But the poise this guy had. Yeah, like his deep ball and accuracy also is there. Some of it was receiver's fault. Exactly. There were many drops and not enough separation as well. Yeah, and then defensively, last thing about the Colts, um, I'm very happy and I hope he plays Shaq Leonard. Yeah. To, I want him big. to prove why he's the best linebacker in the game again. Two years ago, he probably was. Yeah. Right? Like, I know it's, but it was between him and Warner because Warner yeah. is a start. Yeah, no, but... I'm very happy to see Shaq back as a Colts fan. So that's our 
Yeah, that's AFC South, AFC West. I think it was straightforward. My, I, I, it's I think it's straightforward. Straightforward. Chiefs, too. Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. Exact same thing. Yeah. Um, I do. I'll just start from the bottom. Raiders were third place, I think, last year. Yeah. So I think Broncos are a better team than the Raiders at the current moment. And Sean Payton's a big upgrade. And Sean Payton's a big upgrade as well. So, but I don't think they're gonna be enough to challenge the Chargers and the Chiefs. Yeah. Um. Same thing. Pretty much what you said. Um. We'll just leave it there. Chiefs, Chargers. Now. I really want to make that. I know I was kind of itching on making that bold claim last year that the because Tyreek Hill was gone, Chargers will be ahead of the Chiefs. Obviously, did not happen. The biggest question mark within two teams right now isn't the talent, isn't like the roster itself. It's Brandon Staley and Andy Reid. Yeah, that's the biggest. I'll also give you another question for the Chargers. Their run defense is terrible. I looked it yeah. up. They were last place. They were like, bad last year, and they haven't really addressed that through off season. But obviously, offensive talent, they both have it, right? They added Quentin Quarterback Johnson. Quarterback-wise, weapons-wise, obviously, Chargers should have the edge. But Travis Kelsey The question mark for the Chiefs is still Chris Jones, right? That's yeah. where I was like, do I put the Chargers ahead of the Chiefs? Because that's a big factor. Like, Chiefs have never been a strong defensive team, but Spags gets the best it's, out of them. It's not... It's... They're similar mold here. High-power offense, both of them. And they have a good D-line that could get to the quarterback, Right? Everything else after that, you know, Chiefs don't really care. Chiefs, Spags thrives on getting pressure on the quarterback. However, flip side, Chargers secondary is decent. Yeah. Derwin James, JC Jackson. Um, didn't they have Asante Samuel? Did yeah, I think did they draft him right? I they drafted I'm him. Pretty I'm pretty sure they have sure. someone. I'm, I always, I'll, I always I'll mix the guy back. with Atlanta. There's a guy yeah. in Atlanta. I always mix the That's two. That's Terrell. Yeah, so I mix those okay, two up for some I'll reason. Okay, c- I'll come back with you this. Chiefs have Justin Reed. Chiefs have the Jerry Sneed, who is very underrated, yeah. in my opinion. He's a So yeah, they're very he, similar. They are very similar. Yeah. Um got the question mark, Bianami's gone. So let's see how big of a factor that is in terms of internally. And then let's see if Kellen and, Moore could get the best. And out yeah, of them. Kellen Moore on the flip side is obviously an upgrade there. And again, but, we've alluded to this to every NFL thing. Yeah, we're obviously doing. we said you said head coach. But my the second biggest question is health. Yeah. Clearly Chargers are not a healthy team. No, the other thing is, for me, is the last thing is, can Kadarius Tony fill the juju role? That's the big thing. Can Sky Moore take that jump? Can Justin Ross not be injured? Yeah. <laughs> because ju- we've seen Justin Ross in Clemson. He was solid. And then after that, he was injured. That's why he went undrafted. And then Justin Ross, this year's preseason, has been killing it training camp and preseason. So I'm, I think Justin Ross has the potential to be a wide receiver 2-1-B. I wouldn't say like clear cut one like a Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson, but um, yeah, I think the that's how it, it's gonna. Fall. I think it's gonna fall out like this, but I will not be surprised if the Chargers somehow actually come out of their shell. But I'm gonna say it one more time: Is Brandon Staley gonna call it a play on fourth down on his own twenty like every time? <laughs> that's gonna be the key thing, right? Uh, so. Coaching is definitely a question mark. Yeah, but that's AFC. We'll move on to the NFC, then we'll start off with the NFC East. Yeah. Start off big, and uh, my four, I know it's gonna be different than your four. I yeah, because I already alluded. It. I already alluded to it's it last uh, episode. Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Commanders. Eagles, Giants, Cowboys, Commanders. All right, Eagles. Let's quickly talk about Eagles and Commanders. Eagles, they're set. They yeah. they lost players. They did well in the draft. They did well in free agency to replace those players. Right. Um, gave Jalen Hurts his contract. Offense is still there. Offensive line one of the best in football. And uh, weapon groups, solid. Hassan Reddick, 
and the D-line is solid with Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham. They have the mix of youth and old there. Uh, cornerbacks, Bradbury's back, Slay's back. They're set. Commanders, you want to go Commanders quickly? Yeah, so yeah, Eagles, I agree with everything you said. The question mark there for me is Jalen Hurts without Spike. Oh yeah, one more thing about Eagles. Is, uh, are those coordinators going to be effective? Yeah, yeah, so like, how much was Hurts' success based on Steichen? And now, I think Hurts is fine. He'll work, he's worked his ass off. I think he'll be fine, but Steichen's play calling could be different, right, from the whoever their current guy is. I don't know if Sirianni's calling him. I don't know if the new OC is going to call him. So that's the biggest question mark there. Cow, uh, commanders, first things first, new ownership, breath of fresh air there. And it, like I said, from any interview I see, it's a big psyche thing, right? Like players are going to be more encouraged. And like I said before, um, and then okay, now alluding to the actual team, Eric Bianimi is there. Is he... No, this is his audition for the NFL because he. The reason why he doesn't get it, well, people, I'm not gonna bring the race factor into this, but, but a lot of the reason why yeah. is because Andy Reid was there. That's their excuse. It for was it. clear that and it was Andy Reid's offense. Yeah, with the enemy. So but it's now time to see. Like it's kind of like that. It was a Brady or Belichick between the yeah, enemy and Reid, right? And the difference is one guy has Patrick Mahomes. But it could be both. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying yeah. the one guy has Patrick Mahomes, the other guy has Sam Howell. Now Sam Howell, one start. Pretty good. Solid right? start. Solid start. To the point where Ron Rivera was questioning, like, I don't know why I didn't do this before, right? And which is bad on the head coach side of things. Can Bianami get the best out of him and I and fight them in a playoff spot? Again, I've said it before. Terry McLaurin is one of the most not talked about, underrated court, uh, wide receivers in the game compared to like other big names like DK Metcalf and all these guys, right? Like I don't because it's Washington. So, but I don't think they have the enough fire firepower to. Not not just the Eagles, but even the Giants and the Cowboys. Yeah, so that's the difference, right? If they're in, like, the NFC South, I could see them winning the division. Yeah. But I genuinely do think this team will make it competitive, but I, I just think the other three teams just have that edge over them, where, well, where I'm putting them fourth. Yeah. Defense, I like their defense. Uh, I like Eric Bianami higher. I think Sam Howell will do... Will do good. I think Sam Howell will do good. That's the biggest question mark at the end. And of the even day. if they do, like, you know, mess up really badly, end up with a number one overall pick, you got Caleb Williams. So but even if they don't end up with the number one overall pick, let's just Sam Howell does struggle. Yeah, you got Drake. A May. name like no, not even just rookie quarterbacks. A yeah. name like Kyler Murray could be potentially available. Yeah, no, but like I'm just saying that in general. Yeah, that, yeah. Like it's an easy replacement if Sam yeah. Howell does struggle. Yeah. Um. All right. Middle now, the too. biggest. Biggest uh, thing is why is the Giants? And yeah, why? just go because I think mine is more straightforward than yours, so I'll let you. Giants, I don't know. This is a gut feeling. The simple as that. Like this has nothing to do with like I know the Dallas defense, and I alluded to the over under. So I'm not go check that segment out in the over and under when we talk about the Giants uh, and the and the Cowboys. I just straight up, I just have the feeling where the Giants already had a good year. You got Saquon back. He's gonna be on a tear as long as he's healthy because he never got his contract. Um, and Brian Dable did a great job this first year. And on top of that, you add one of the best weapons in Darren Waller, like arguably a top three tight end when he's healthy. Pass catcher has apparently been killing it in um, in preseason and training camp, which helps guys like Darius Slayton, Saquon Barkley, for example. The biggest question mark on the offensive side, and defensively, before I get to the question mark, defensively, upgrades in 
Bobby Okereke, and I've said it before, Isaiah Simmons, for whatever reason, should not have been traded for a seventh-round pick. And Wink Martindale. And Wink Martindale will get the best out of them, in my opinion, and we saw it in Baltimore, right? The question mark is Daniel Jones, and again, he got a good weapon now in the in in the um, in the middle of the game, middle of the field, sorry, middle of the field, yeah, uh, and Darren Waller. But forty million a year for him after having one it's an overpay, one decent year is a definitely a question mark that has to be solved. Dallas on the flip end, um, defensively, like I said to you guys before, no issues, quick, no issues. You add Stephon Gilmore quickly. They got. They re-signed Leighton Vanderesh. They have Donovan Wilson, linebacker. Stefan Gilmore, obviously, we know about the Colts, what he did for us. Not even just the Colts, like the and, days and, and the Patriots, Patriots as yeah. well. Like everyone knows that Stefan Gilmore still has it. Yeah. And uh Dante Fowler Jr. as well for the edge. So no issues defensively. Don Quinn wasn't rightfully getting head coaching positions. I don't know what Jerry Jones has on him that he's not getting <laughs> get he's withdrawing himself essentially. Yeah, he's he's wants to stay. Um because he feels like Mike McCarthy might be gone. Who knows, right? And defensively, no issues. Offensively, I just mentioned Michael McCarthy. You got rid of Kellen Moore thinking he's the problem in play calling. So he might go simple, run the ball tactics. Problem is, if you don't have that running back. Tony Pollard, as good as he is, isn't that bruiser, right? Like a Zeke was. Dak, one of the leaders in interceptions last year. I don't think he was the leader, but like he was he up there. He didn't play enough games to be a leader. Exactly. <laughs> because there, That was one problem to... He's in a contract year, so who knows how he's going to do, but pressure's on him. You're playing in Dallas for a reason. Jerry World, right? Mike McCarthy, I'm not trusting his play calling. That's the reason why I think that this is the year where the Giants will surpass the Cowboys. Simple okay. as that. Um, my reasoning. Defense, I think Cowboys has a better defense. Do you agree with that? All right. Uh, yes. You agree with that? Um, weapons, wide receiver-wise, I think it's kind of similar, obviously, with the dare because I'm include wide receiver and tight end. Uh, and running backs. I think weapons are even, yeah, in my even opinion. Then. If you're including running back, then definitely even. Yeah, it's definitely even. Obviously, the Tony Pollard is a really good receiving back. So is Saquon Barkley. Tight end, obviously, Darren Waller has the edge over Dallas's tight end. And wide receivers, Dallas have the edge over any Giants tight ends. I mean, wide receivers. Yeah. With the addition of Brandon Cooks, and you have C.D. Lamb there. Yeah, I forgot about running Offensive backs. line, I think they're. I think Dallas might have edged it a little bit. But they're, they're more health risk. But they are more health risk. But... So the question marks are, are this. Like you said, play calling for Mike McCarthy and the Dak Prescott. And then the other question mark is Daniel Jones. I do believe Dak, Dak Prescott, if it comes down to it, Dak Prescott will outplay. You know, if, when they're in the game. Yeah, Dak, out, I Dak, agree with that 100%. Dak will outplay Daniel Jones. I just think Mike McCarthy will somehow find a way to mess it up. I, do, I don't think that's going to... I think that will show in the playoffs. But regular season-wise, I think the defense will mitigate that risk and as well as the the weapon group. Yeah. Cowboys fans, come at me, man. I'm calling you guys shit right now <laughs> compared to the Giants. That doesn't, uh, doesn't mean they're fully shit. Yeah, no. Yeah. We'll get to the playoffs prediction in a second. But yeah, no. Um, I just It's a gut feeling. I feel like this yeah. is the year. This is NFC East, tough one, like the NFC yeah. North. But we're going to move on to the NFC North, which is, for us, we probably have different ones. So we'll go with you. Detroit, number one. Minnesota, number two. Chicago number three, Green Bay number four. All right, I have Minnesota number one, Detroit number two, and then Bears Packers. All this talk about Detroit being number one got changed all of a sudden <laughs> for you. Yeah, and I was really anticipating it, but I'll get I'll go to that later. Let's just go to Bears Packers. I do believe the Bears took up. a step 
for me, they're forward. for me they're a toss up. I think I think the Bears all season additions they did enough for yeah. Justin Fields to take the step forward. Where I don't believe the Packers did that for Jordan Love. Yeah, no. Um, for me, like I said, it was a more of a toss up, but I I still for me reasoning. Was, I edged the Bears. Like I, if yeah. I even did a toss up in the Irland on the Packers, let's just say I did a, to- a coin flip. I would have been fine with so that. So you too. saw a world where Packers could be head of Bears. Yes. I didn't really see it. For me, it was Bears all day. Yeah, I don't know. I just again got feeling. Yeah. But so that's I, that. I just see that. All right. Here's my reasoning for Vikings over Lions. I didn't know Vikings got. I forgot about Vikings getting Brian Flores. The Lions and the Vikings are very similar in my opinion. I think they have high power offenses, both of them, with their biggest question mark being at quarterback. Yeah, the Lions' offensive line is is good, is very good, and they were a fourth rank offense. Vikings, on the other hand, you have Kirk Cousins, you have Justin Jefferson, you have Jordan Addison, who I think is killing a preseason as well. Yeah, he's, right? re- he's replacing Adam Thielen. Yeah, and uh, T.J. Hawkinson. Yeah, I fully forgot about him. Right. So I think they're offensively. I think they'll be fine. Both of those teams. The issue is defensively. Who got better defensively? And they both did. But I just think when it comes down to it, when it comes down to those two games that they're going to play against each other, yeah, I think the Vikings will score more points than the Lions. I just do believe that. Um, So the one thing I want to mention, okay, before I bring up the news, because you mentioned TJ Hawkinson. Um, uh, I just want Detroit. I th- I d- I'm giving the trust in Jared Goff, Amon Ross, St. Brown. And I know Jameson Williams is suspended for the first six games. They brought in Jameer Gibbs, high pick, but still that wide back. Dan Campbell gets the best out of that team, and I think this is the year they'll get over the hump. That's it. There's no other reason. I I think Jared Goff and a head-to-head could edge out Kirk Cousins. I don't think that's a that's a unfair. But I think it could be other way too. Exactly. I don't think that's like an unfair thing. Yeah, to it's say not still. unfair. Yeah. Um. And yeah, no, I think Dan Campbell, the way he's now, this this pick could make me either look like an idiot. Or he'll back me up on it. As simple as that. It's uh, no. I, like, I can see them genuinely finishing third as well. Yeah, I know. I if agree. they don't, hit, I don't hit on the cylinders. Think, I don't think it's like as clear cut as people might think it is. Yeah. Like lines. Like my personal opinion, I did have the lines winning it, but I ultimately, like it was Lions Vikings for me. Yeah. But I ultimately did go Vikings Lions just because I think the Vikings did it at a high level last year. Because of that, I think whole, they have the harder schedule. And then I favored that to the Drake. You favored that to the Lions, right? Yeah. yeah. That's a good point there as well. But I just think, I think when it comes down to those two games, the Vikings and Lions, I just think that the line, the Vikings defense could make that play. I mean, not play. I mean, I feel like the Vikings offense could make that one extra play. Yeah. To get. You know, it's fair. Like, I, it was. this was definitely more of a toss-up than the Packers and Bears for me. Like, yeah. 100%. This was definitely Jets. Uh, Jets Dolphins. Josh Dolphins vibe. Um, before we continue, let's just get to the NFL news f- regarding to that because you mentioned him. TJ Hawkinson. We before we said that it was reported that he w- was looking for a significant raise. He did. He is now that he reset the market, but not significantly. Um, four year, sixty eight point five million dollar deal extension with the with the Vikings, uh, with forty two point five of it being guaranteed. The se- uh, the seventeen point one two five million dollars. Average annual value makes him the highest paid tight end in NFL history. He's 26. One of the more underrated, him and Dallas Goddard are like in the same tier. 
Yeah, 100%. He's not. Um, arguable top. Could be arguable top three. Could finish ahead of Andrews. I said arguable. No, argu- top five at me at best. Okay. There's a clear top three. So, oh, sorry. Darren Waller's there too. Yeah. There's okay, a clear yeah, top, top four. Five. There's a clear yeah. top four. <laughs> um, n- Not for me, but agree to disagree for right now. Um, Highest paid tight ends in average now. TJ Hawkinson, I just said it. D- Darren Waller's at 17. Second. George Kittle, 15. Travis Kelsey, 14.31. Dallas Goddard. 14.25, Mark Andrews, 14. Well, now the good news is all these are the tight, top tight ends. They are the top tight ends. I think if I'm not forgetting anyone on top of my head, that yeah. not 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 including up and coming rookies and yeah. stuff like that. Like Kyle Pitts, obviously should probably come on this list eventually. Um, Travis Kelsey's next contract is gonna be like 19 mil or 18 mil. I guess, right? <laughs> <laughs> probably. There's no way he's gonna ask for less. Like, and then he deserves it too. At the end of the day, he th- that's a guy you will pay because of reputation. And yeah, hundred percent. So congrats, Hawkinson. You reset the market, not significantly, but you reset the market. Yeah. Uh. So we'll move on to the NFC South now. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we're sure we have to. We have to get all the signings done. But I'm gonna go with Saints, Panthers, Falcons, Bucks. Same. Exact same. Yeah. Yeah, uh, my question mark came between Panthers and Falcons, but I just believe in Bryce Young more than I do believe in Desmond Ritter. That's that, that's the only reason why. Otherwise, I would have had Falcons. They are very similar. I would have. Um, now, the most fun team might be the Falcons. They're both gonna be fun teams. Yeah, I'm just saying. I I feel like Kyle Pitts, um, Drake London, and Bijan is a future three-headed uh, weapon monster. monster. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know how I said Vikings and Lions are so similar? Yeah. The Panthers and Falcons are be so similar. That's why those two division games for me. Are be fun to watch because quarterbacks young. Um, second, their Falcons had improved their defensive lead because uh, Jesse Bates, AJ Terrell is a stud. They hit on that pick. Players Campbell, Players Campbell with Grady Jarrett on the D line. Whereas uh, the Panthers have Brian Burns. They have Jeremy Chin. They I think they added Von Bell from the Bengals with uh, having uh, J C Horn and Dante Jackson at cornerback. Yeah, um, toss up. Now, do I think both of the teams will make the playoffs? Probably not. But both will be fun teams, young teams. Like I said, like you said, Bryce Young is probably the more ready quarterback. Uh, we saw them go head to head, I believe, in the college playoff. If I wasn't mistaken, Young and Ritter. Yeah, Ritter. This is Ritter's second year. No, in the in the in NFC NF, NCAA. Sorry, college. Oh, uh, was it when the Cincinnati played? Did they play Bama or did they play Georgia? Ooh, I, f- I think it was Bama. It was, it Bama. was Bama. I Georgia think they went head to head. If I'm not mistaken, I think so. Bama was one that year. Yeah. So then it has to be them. Yeah. I think they went head to head. If I'm yeah, not mistaken. Yeah, they did. Yeah. It was Bama, Cincinnati. Then it was Georgia, Michigan. Yeah. Okay, and then so Georgia beat. They already went head to head. Um. So um, that doesn't have does totally different teams. So I'm just saying that they already went head to head. So, uh. But like you said, there's a reason why one guy went first overall and one guy went second or third round, whatever it was. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that's probably the worst NFC division South. football. <laughs> yeah, and then NFC West. Oh, Ta- we'll just quickly mention Tampa. Oh, Tampa, um, yeah. Don't mean to disrespect you guys, but you guys don't have much to talk about ever since Brady retired and Bruce Arians left. But uh, Baker, let's see, can you revive yourself? That's the biggest question. But if you're not, you guys are in trouble. And don't worry. You have weapons? Th- what, what you said about um, Washington literally applies to these guys. Yeah, I just don't think they're good enough for all the rest of the three teams. And Baker is could probably be the worst quarterback by the end of the year. Obviously, right now, you know, Ritter and Young have question marks. Uh, they have weapons, but, like, 
can someone get him the ball? And then let's talk about the Saints. I don't think we talked about the Saints much either. Oh yeah, Saints. <laughs> we literally passed on. No, no Saints. I don't. I think I Derek think, Carr. Yeah. They have a. They have a question. They have. They answered the question at quarterback, right? Derek Carr. Taysom Hill was once upon a time the yeah, quarterback. Yeah. Derek Carr is at a place where you know, someone Listen, wants him. <laughs> based on their schedule, if I'm not mistaken, it's pretty easy. Yeah, I will be highly disappointed if they're not one of the top like the uh, and contention of a buy. Now that being said, I don't think they're better than the Eagles or the Niners or anything. I'm just saying because at the end of the record comes on how who you play and how do you win those games. I will not be surprised if they're. It's kind of like the Patriots, yeah, uh, with those Brady years. Like I will not be surprised if they do get a buy. Yeah, that's true. Because I feel like their schedule is much easier because they finish second or third. Yeah, um, defense is still there. No question marks there. Uh, wide receivers. If Michael, Michael Thomas, Thomas is, is healthy, mark. but Chris Olave is still there. For me, the biggest question mark is Dennis Allen. How is he gonna re- like? It Alvin was Kam- it was it showed a big downgrade between Alvin Kamara suspended for his first three games first, as well. Yeah, so uh, Derek Carr, I, I still think he has it. I I'm not too. saying like he's gonna be like this MVP guy, but I still think he's like Kirk if he Cousins. If he was Derek Carr's two years ago, st- where he took that Raiders team to the playoffs, where John Gruden had that issue, Henry Ruggs had his issue, all that drama that the Raiders team had, and he still dragged that team to the playoffs. He, he, if he's that Derek Carr, this team is. He's in a more at a good spot. He's in a more, not, what's the word? He's in a better environment. Yeah, environment. He's in a much better environment. Fresh start. Um, I still think he's better than Kirk Cousins and um, Jared Goff. I still think he's better than them. But, but he's definitely yeah. like same similar. He's tier, in that same range. But I think he's better than them. And if he, rev- uh, and then he and he has Chris Olave now. My, uh, Michael Thomas, but. Uh, Landry hasn't signed anywhere, if I'm not mistaken. He's not there, right? I'll double check. Yeah, I don't. But think, I think Landry had one year. Yeah, he signed one year. But no, um, I think he'll be fine. But yeah. he'll be the question mark and to shut people up. And yeah. All right. So, NFC West. I'll just start that until you look up Landry stuff. Uh, 49ers, Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals. Jarvis Landry is a free agent. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Say it again. 49ers, Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals. 49ers, Rams, Seahawks, Rams. Cardinals, that's mine. Yeah. Um, I think it was I a straightforward one. Straightforward. Cardinals are the worst team in the division. Rams are falling off. I still, I don't know why. I, I'm not going to, this one, I didn't even really go with my gut, but I just have a weird feeling. I don't know why yeah. I have that feeling that they could, I don't know why you have they that could challenge either. for a second, but I ultimately, uh, my brain went over my heart. The Seattle, okay, you, I want to pull up the Seattle Seahawks uh, additions. And so that's you, the reason you, why that you, shut just me up. You, just, you know, <laughs> Have your thoughts on the Niners while I pull that up quickly. Okay, Niners. Biggest question mark, we already know what it is. Is Brock Purdy the guy? Simple as that. We've seen Kyle Shanahan get the best out of every quarterback he's played with, except he never really had an opportunity with Trey Lance because of injuries. Um, He's been always in the playoffs. That defense, now the biggest question mark is, is Nick Bosa going to get a contract extension? If not, he's holding out similar to Chris Jones. Then there's a problem, for sure. They lost Samuelson, Ebukam, but I know they added a guy from Philly. Javon Hargrave. Javon Hargrave. So, but they're not Nick Bosa, right? Simple as that. They're not no, Nick, Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa has to be on the field. He has to be on the field. Then uh, they'll be considered a Super Bowl contender for me. Otherwise, uh, at this moment, you saw a report yesterday that he's looking to get the highest paid, I believe, or something. He's getting a contract. Like he hasn't be rumored to be the highest paid Yeah, so if I'll follow that rumor and be like, okay, if he's playing, they're easily by far challenging Philly to be the top in the conference. One thing I'm going to say about the Niners, they are a worse team on paper than last year because they lost Domenico Ryans, they have lost Jimmy Ward, and they lost Michael McGlinchey, their O-lineman, right tackle as well. So they have taken some hits. 
Trent and Williams is a question mark in health. Trent Williams is a question mark in health, but we all know he's the best alignment in the game. Offensively, I think they're still similar. Like, you have McCaffrey, you have Debo. You, you have, have a full year of McCaffrey now. Yeah, you have uh, Kittle, you have Ayuk. Obviously, Brock Purdy, but if he's like if he struggles like that, I think he'll be fine with Sam Darnold yeah year. but if he's anything like last year you're, you're fine you're fine there's no that's the only question mark here's why the Seahawks separate themselves from the Rams Geno Smith has resigned and if Geno Smith is like last year they have the better quarterback that's more of a question mark for me still. yeah uh, running back Kenneth Walker stud absolute stud and uh, I think he's injured right now I don't know if he's back but yeah, but here's their additions. Bobby Wagner, Devin Bush. That linebacker duo is going to yeah, be nice. Bobby Wagner jump ship back. Yeah, and Devin Bush former. And like I said it before. I said it in the tier list. I said in the over-under. Bobby Wagner is Seattle, arguably, in our time of watching, the greatest Seattle player. You could say Russell Wilson, but obviously Seattle fans are probably going to be like, nah, fuck that guy. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's Bobby Wagner now because of the loyalty and all that. Um, Devin, still with, er, yeah. uh, still with um, LA was top tier. It wasn't like he's leaving because of... Uh, he was shit. Uh, it was contract and reasons. The why Rams were shit. Yeah, and, and he also had he a was contract. fine. But uh, he had a massive contract. He also had a massive hit on a, st- a, a on a streaker. <laughs> remember oh, yeah, that? yeah, I remember that. <laughs> but Devin Bush, st- stud linebacker. He was in Pittsburgh. He was a former Pittsburgh yeah. player, so obviously he's gonna be a stud linebacker. That's a good add for them. And then they added D tackle Draymond Jones, who's a solid. But I think they made him the hi- one of their highest paid players yeah. ever, right? Uh. I'm not actually sure about that, but yeah. They lost... Here's a, here their losses. And they added Devon Witherspoon in the draft. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to get to that. But here oh, their okay. losses, and here's their replacements. They lost Richard Penny, Marquise Goodman, and Cody Barton. They replaced linebacker Cody Barton with the two linebackers I mentioned. Richard Penny, there you have Kenan Walker, whatever. They replaced wide receiver Marquise Goodman with Jackson Smith in the Jigba. With yeah. having Tyler Lockett and that's and like literally like I, like I said I just there. had the weird gut feeling but once I saw that I'm like I'm, I'm an idiot and then, if I just say that so you have a good wide receiver trio yeah you have a stud wide receiver duo with Tariq Woolen and Devon Witherspoon if Witherspoon lives up to what he's supposed to be you definitely who's have who's your that. other linebacker again I don't know but they added I'm uh, not sure who I'll it is, double but, check but Bobby Wagner and Devin Bush are the starters yeah uh, Jamal Adams is still injured I think he's, Jamal I don't Adams think he's on the pop if I'm not they mistaken. added giant safety Julian Love as well yeah so that secondary is nice Pete Carroll defensive coach will bring the best out of defense Geno Smith is the question mark only there yeah like Geno Smith has to show that like the good news is he's continuing with Pete Carroll it's not like Pete Carroll yeah they had a free agency they had an A draft in my opinion and that's why they really separate themselves from the Rams yeah uh, give me one second let me just pull up because I don't want to forget that guy's name uh NFL. Uh, talk about the Arizona Cardinals. In the meantime, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> I really don't want to. I mean, do they have any stud at any position? Not really. They lost everyone. J- yeah, Kyler J- was retired. Yeah. Uh, I guess the only guy I want to. I'm happy for Zach Ertz coming back. Zach Ertz, Rondell Moore. Yeah, but still, what? Like, Kyler Murray. Like, Kyler Murray's out for like okay. first half of the season. They're screwed. He might have already played his last game with the uh, Arizona Cardinals already. Kyler Murray? Yeah, he might yeah, have. Yeah, he might miss the whole year. I mean, what's the point of coming back if your team's like 0-10? Yeah. Uh, where's the Seahawks for a sec? Uh, they're playing the Rams, ironic enough. Bro, if Seahawks, somehow the Seahawks win, lose that game, I'm going to come on here and be like, see? <laughs> the Rams are good. <laughs> uh, the guy who I was talking about was... 
It's not on the defensive line. I think you mentioned linebacker, right? Yeah. Was it linebacker? Bro, I think you're tripping. Are you tripping? I'm probably you're tripping, bro. Uh, (laughs) Because I think I think I've said everyone that you wanted to hear. Okay, if it comes up, I'll say it again. Arizona. Um, let's just say right now, first overall pick. Yeah. But also the biggest winner because uh, Houston. Houston as well, right? Like you have, if you have them fourth, then they're probably having like arguably the top two picks. They could argue. And they have have options. Like I said, I don't think they will not trade the pick away. I think they'll keep the pick, trade Kyler away to a team like Washington, for example, who I don't think will be bad enough to be quarterback driven early yeah, unless uh, unless they know how they Jordan Brooks oh yeah Jordan Brooks yeah I mean he's out he has a, he's questionable but, but yeah that's Jordan Brooks is a, is a stud um yeah um but other than that like the only thing only positive is that like at the end of the year you might have a duo of Caleb Williams and Brock Bowers Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison, Marvin Jr. Harrison Jr. or you pair Caleb Williams or with an old lineman, lineman yeah. right so they're fine um, future wise, yeah. Future wise, are fine. You know, embrace it, whatever. Jonathan Gannon, do you see that video? No. I'm trying to hype up his team, and no one like. No one got hyped up. No one got hyped up. They, like, they all know. They're like, all like, you can gonna, tell. Like, I'm like, okay, like, so so we got the better coordinator, right? <laughs> it's it's gonna be a long season. There you know the players. He's trying to be Don Campbell, but failed. Yeah, probably. that's what it is. And uh, the, I'm like, so we did get, the, so we got the better guy. We, we got and the obviously, guy. Eagle fans are still being kind of delusional in a way. Like they're bl- putting all the blame on him, like all the blame. Um, even though their defense was still immaculate during the whole year, I get it. The Super Bowl was the biggest game, and he kind of choked in the second half. But it, you're also going against Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, all right, AFC playoffs. Who are your seven teams, starting from one to seven? Uh, let me pull it up. Mine is different from last year. I'll say that much. Okay, so the four, my four division winners: Bills, Chiefs, Ravens, Jaguars. So that's a, those are locks, B- right? No, but like one to four. Oh, I, I didn't rank them. Just quickly, just off the top of your head, just try it. Bills, Chiefs. Sorry. Bills, Chiefs, Jaguars, Ravens. I'll just go that. Okay, you go that. Or no. I'm gonna go Chiefs, Bills, Jaguars, Ravens. Okay, Chiefs, Bills, Jaguars, Ravens. Are you one to four? And then. Yeah, I didn't rank it. I just put my names down here. I thought we weren't going to rank them. Uh, and then the four, five, six, seven. Uh, I left off Miami. I'll say that much. Okay. Uh, five, six, seven. I'm going to go Bengals, then Chargers, and then the Jets. All right. So my number one, and here's my reasoning for number one, is because is the Bengals. Because I think the Bengals, in order to win that division, they're going to have to play some real and real football and they're gonna have to go on makes sense you know they're gonna have to go on that massive jump to be like you know the best team in the division and uh, the conference like they're gonna have to go with, like that 14 win record type of thing in my opinion 13 wins could be enough too number two is the Bills I'm dropping the Chiefs to three and I'm keeping the Jaguars at four I actually think the Jaguars, have, Jaguars might have like because of their divisions easy they might pick up they might even go 6-0 right that's the only reason yeah why. they can uh, my three wildcard teams. So my, between the, f- okay, I had five teams contesting for it, right? Dolphins, Jets, Chargers, uh, Browns, and Ravens, right? But I ultimately went with Dolphins five, Jets six, Chargers seven. So you left off the Browns? I left off the Browns and the Ravens. The Ravens, okay. Yeah, I left off, th- between those, th- I had, um, yeah, I chose because obviously I went Jets over Miami. I can't pick Miami yet, right? And then yeah. I, I think because I have the Bengals off not winning the division and I have Ravens winning the division, 
I don't disrespect the Bengals like that either. So yeah, Bengals have to be in. So Miami, I left them off uh, simply because Tua. That's it. The health. Uh, yeah. Nothing else to it. So then NFC playoffs. Okay, so I got to rank them again. Just quickly to say rankings. I think it's pretty simple. Eagles, Niners, Saints, Lions. Okay, then. Uh, but the top card. three teams will battle for the top spot. Just because I put oh, the Saints I'll there. say mine, yeah. Eagles, Niners, Saints, Vikings. Okay, so same. Same, maybe. yeah. Uh, then I went Giants, Cowboys, Seattle. Giants, Cowboys. I was Giants. battling Seattle with Mini a lot, and I took Mini off. So you took Mini off. I took Mini off. Uh, so I had the similar four. Like you had Giants, Cowboys, Seattle, and, and Mini. Mine were Cowboys, Seahawks, and Giants, and I left the lines out. So he, they went from division winners to not make it. I mean, well, I mean it makes they, sense. In my opinion, yeah. it, you have to win a division yeah. to make the playoffs. Yeah. Because I don't think you're making it through wild cards. Similar idea. Stuff. I think Seattle, like you said, like you literally listed Seattle's additions. That's why I put them ahead of Miami. Yeah, so or, I, uh, I went with Cowboys 5, Seahawks 6, Giants 7. Yeah. So then your Super Bowl, two teams. Bills will beat the Niners. I went with Eagles beating the Bengals. I just went with the one seeds. Okay. Um, I feel like the Niners always flip-flop. I just was stuck with that. My, my prediction last year was Bills-Niners. Okay. When, when the playoffs started. I don't think the Chiefs might not make it this year. Um, I do not think the Chiefs I think make the it, Bills yeah. will finally get over the hump, personally. And uh, Dark Horse, again, is... The Dark Horse is, is still Jacksonville. Jacksonville, and if you want to say one for the Saints. NFC. Could be Saints. Could be Saints. And could, it could be the Giants. Yeah. But, like, obviously, Eagles are still a favorite to make it. Cowboys are considered Cowboys, a favorite. Always uh, considered. Uh, they're not, always considered a favorite, right? But I'm not They're not dark horse because of me that hypes them up so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, I think I think it might be Bills in Niners' year this year. Yeah. And both, I, one of the teams will finally get over the hump, at least in the recent memory. Yeah, I, I think Eagles make back-to-back. Uh, and I picked the Eagles over the Bengals because I think the Eagles' defense will have, like, the similar play, like how Aaron Donald ended it against the Bengals. Yeah. Okay, do you want to talk about hot seat coaches in the hot seat right now and trade targets? Or do you want to keep that for Thursday? We'll keep that for Thursday because okay. I did not look into that. Okay. <laughs> I'll be honest I'll with keep you. That Thursday. I mean, on the top of my head, just very quickly, hot seat, Brandon Staley, yeah. Mike McCarthy are the two off the top oh, of Off my the head. top, yeah. Trade targets off the top. I said it on the tier list as well. Adams and Cup. Adams and Cup. And, and DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, potential. Yeah. Like, and Jonathan Taylor, I guess, because uh, yeah, Taylor has to be thrown okay. in there as well. Okay, so we'll we'll go into a little bit more detail, but I think those are the fair ones off the top. Um, all right, let's finish off these predictions with the MVP or awards. Do you want to go MVP down, or do you want to go the other way up? Well, cool. Let's, you want you want to end it on a hot note with MVP, or do you want to start off with a hot? We'll note go coach it? of the year up. Okay, so coach of the year, my three candidates, and the name your winner, are Dan Campbell, Robert Sala, and Doug Peterson. I went with Don Campbell because I put him in the playoffs. Okay, I here's here's where I went a little bit different route. I went with Nick Sirianni, Doug Peterson, and uh, Dan Campbell. Dable won last year, right? Dable won last year. I think that as much as he deserved it too, I think Peterson got robbed. I'm still gonna say that. You think Peterson got robbed? Doug Peterson got robbed. Yeah, he said. Nah, that was Dable's. I thought it was his because Jacksonville was was not supposed to take that big of a jump either. No, that was Dable's to lose. I think because they won the division, but Jaguars just had a good second after the season. Okay, Giants were good from. Okay, we we don't need to get into that debate. I still think they robbed. Well, we disagree because it's a different year. But Uh, yeah, I wish it was last year. (laughs) (laughs) I was that was Dable, but yeah, I went with Sirianni just because I feel like I put him as my one seed. I put him as a Super Bowl winner as well. 
I know that doesn't matter of fact, but another reason is he lost his coordinators. And if they could do that, like how I project them, what they're going to do, I think he has to be coach of the year. Like, I think yeah. it's just like logic based. The reason why I gave it Don Campbell is no one really, not no one, people think they might make the playoffs, but it, it's still a, a big thing because you literally changed your prediction to Minnesota. Robert Sala, I think, might be the more of the favorite because the Jets could literally make the playoffs comfortably. Yeah, so I so. still had P- Peterson and Dan Campbell in there Yeah, as well. So, like, I don't disagree with disagree with any of those. But I just feel like if, if I'm putting the Eagles as the best team, I just feel like the the best team's coach kind of should be winning it so type of thing. What happened with Brian Dable then? Huh? <laughs> That's, like, I don't know, but I'm just projecting... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying he, he, Sirianni got, you know... Lost okay, yeah, you well. reasoning. That's what about, you, the way you ended it. I'm like, okay, so Brian Dable, <laughs> he was yeah, literally no. third in that division. That's why. Yeah, because it's a mix, right? Like, the the Eagles, you kind of expect it to be good type of thing, but I'm, uh, but the Giants took that jump, like you said, with Peterson, they took that jump, right? But I'm still expecting the Eagles to be good, where Nick Sirianni lost his coordinators. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. It's yeah. Fair. Uh, come back. I think there's only one answer. Yeah, I mean, I put three, but Demar Hamlin. Yeah. All right. Now, um, here's the question. I don't think Calvin Ridley is considered comeback player of the year because he's suspended. And I tried to Google if suspension is a thing. I, I, put I him couldn't in see there. anything. I didn't put him in there. I'll tell you my that. three right now. Damar Hamlin, obviously winning it. It's, for me, it's like similar as the Alex Smith winning it, right? Yeah, this is way more. Uh, like, obviously, yeah. yeah. I mean, no, Alex Smith has one through. Yeah, like, but like this one, like his li- it was life-threatening. <laughs> yeah, Alex Smith was too. Was it? Yeah, his, oh. the surgery failure. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 kind yeah, of yeah, messed up his thing. Don't mean to be. Yeah, no. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, it was life-threatening, right? Yeah, they're, yeah. Like, they're, they're not supposed to be on a football field, but they still are. So, Damar Hamlin making the roster, like how Alex Smith did, is like, I feel like it's, you know, once he steps on the field, he wins it all. Uh, as with Alex Smith. Uh, Lamar Jackson and Calvin Ridley are my other two. Just cause, <laughs> I went Russell Wilson. I don't know who else to put. I just put Russell Wilson. Uh, well, I, could, I, I mean, won't be surprised if he does. That's the reason why. Yeah, I don't have a third one. Like I genuinely didn't, didn't couldn't figure out who it could just be. Just say Lamar Jackson. That's your third. The predictions one. I saw was Aaron Rodgers. I don't. Like, no, just say Lamar Jackson. That makes sense because he was injured like most of the year. Maybe he was injured most of the year the year before too. Who? Lamar Jackson. So he's gonna be double comeback. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, we all know it's Demar. It's Demar Hamlin. Yeah. Uh, defensive Rookie of the Year. So my three were Will Anderson, Devon Witherspoon, Jalen Carter. That's exactly my three. And I went Jalen Carter. I went to, I went Will Anderson, though. Okay, I went Jalen Carter. I'm like, again, when it comes to Rookie of the Year, I know you're not supposed to consider winning a big factor into it because they're rookies. And it's not, you know, the fault of, for example, Will Anderson if their team doesn't make the playoffs. I mean, I sure. But if you're a factor in making the playoffs, for example, that Scotty Barnes in the Raptors year, like that or like anything, like compared to Kate Cunningham, this is why I'm putting Jalen Carter. I know he has a good defense around him, but I still think he will be the guy to come out of it and be show his force. I think Will Like An- Micah Parsons style. Will Anderson too. has is, has been chosen to be the guy, yeah. the, the defensive guy of the There's future. There's a reason why they traded up to get him. Yeah, so I think he will just put insane numbers, obviously. I did put the Texans at fourth, but then again, I think if like I just think his situation allows him to be you know it's dog guy. It's so tough. I don't think Jalen Carter is a dog guy. It's so tough because like Tyree Wilson is still there, but in Max Crosby, how much of that is going to be? And Chandler Jones. I mean, again, I'm not trying to contradict myself here, but I think because the Eagles are going to be a better record than the Raiders, that's why I went with Jalen Carter, Devon Witherspoon. Like obviously, Tariq Woolen's on the other side of him. Um, there's other guys too, right? Like Will Anderson. Um, there's a I forgot who it was. I saw a name Jack Campbell, was it? Yeah, Jack yeah. Campbell Detroit. for De- Detroit Lions. Yeah, so 
I mean, you know, like Christian Gonzalez could become a god for the Patriots as True, well. True, yeah, like that was a big steal. That was a steal for sure as well. But All yeah, right. I ultimately went rookies with Rookies talked to but yeah, speaking of rookies, Opoy or uh, Oroy, uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Bijan, Bryce Young, A Rich. And obviously, I said all this about Stray J. Stroud, but I feel like Anthony Richardson's rushing stats will help him in this case. But my winner is Bijan Robinson. I put Bijan, Bryce Young, and Zay Flowers. Okay. And uh, Bijan winning it because I think he's going to get a lot of touches. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason why. I yeah. have Bijan winning it. Um, the only way, like, I would have put if Bryce Young is capable of. Um, Take carrying that team to a playoff spot or closer, well, then I would give it to Bryce Young. If Bryce Young, takes any that, other rookie quarterback, yeah. If any other rookie, other than that, I yeah. feel like it's gonna be a stat, this is gonna be a stats award because I don't think any of those guys are gonna be it, and I think it's gonna be Bijan. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we'll go with Depoy. So I have a caveat. I don't. I didn't put Nick Bosa on my thing. I didn't either. So my caveat is if he's gonna play. For, from the beginning, then he's on my top three, but I don't have it. I'm leaving him out. I'll just, I'll so just my top my three. three are Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, Micah Parsons. Who's your winner? I went with Micah Parsons this time. So I my, wanted to give it to Miles Garrett so bad. Mine is the exact same thing. <laughs> Bro, okay. <laughs> I went Micah Parsons, Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, and I'm giving it to Micah Parsons. I wanted to give it to Miles Garrett so bad. I'm like, you know what? Micah will get the love this year. Micah. For sure. And that's probably the one Cowboys guy I don't hate because yeah he's hilarious. <laughs> he's Dude. jokes. He's actually he's classic lives, face he, up. He lives up. He lives up to the hype <laughs> yeah. of the Cowboys media. Literally plays every position. Yeah, he does everything yeah. for them. Uh, yeah. Oh, comeback year potential could be Shaq Leonard too. <laughs> just cause. Just, I'm, I'm, just cause. That's, yeah. that's where my bias will come out. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, offensive player of the year. This was so tough. Like, it was tough. I had, okay, here I came I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna disclose my final three, but these were the names I had on that list. I had Jamar Chase on this list. I had Austin Eckler on this list. I had Nick Chubb on this list. Uh, oh, no, sorry, he's still on my list. Um, okay. I, I, read the, I was looking at the MVP one. Um, I had um, Christian McCaffrey, I was going to say, on my list. I had um, Amon Ross St. Brown on my list. So, yeah, <laughs> Just to you look had at a it. lot more. My hope. final three were Jefferson, Chubb, and Waller. I'm going with Nick Chubb. Uh, that's fair. I do not disagree with that. I really wanted to give it to Darren Waller, though. Um, yeah. I mean, I I, I don't agree, disagree with that, but mine is different. Oh, I had Calvin Ridley on my list as well. Oh, but mine, yeah, mine is different. I went Tyree Kill, Justin Jefferson, Christian I, McCaffrey. I had Tyree Kill on my list as well. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, and I'm giving it to McCaffrey if he's healthy and he's doing receiving and uh, rushing. This guy will absolutely... The 49ers, there's a reason why they traded for him. There's a reason why they went on that run when they got him, right? And he stayed healthy. He will help out Brock Purdy so much. He will help out that offense so much. And he will be... The offense is going to run through him and Kittle. Yeah. Mainly. But This one's like a hard word to predict. Like, I won't be... Like a, it's what, tough. A like, Jefferson could win again. Yeah, like, Jefferson could, could win right? again. Like, I saw them... I saw like the predictions I saw were, like, Jamar Chase and Christian McCaffrey. I'm like... I want to go a little different. I wanted to go Darren Waller really bad here, um, but I stuck with. Yeah, I and just Saquon was on my list. Too. I just I just couldn't go against McCaffrey. Yeah, I just went with Chubb. I'm like I just feel like for the Browns to do something, he's gonna be the guy. And like you said, like I, even though I had him third place, I will not be surprised if they're fighting for that final playoff spot. Anyways. Yeah. All so. right. So last one is MVP. Again, many options. You could throw in Mahomes. You could throw in Trevor Lawrence. You could throw in. Um, uh, Aaron Rodgers, right? Like those are some names at the top of my head. Joe Burrow, 
I my final three were Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, and I went with Josh Allen. Okay, you give it Josh Allen. I wanted to give it Josh Allen, but I didn't. I didn't put him in my three. Um, I still respect Patrick Mahomes too much to. Not and I, I, I didn't put him in. Patrick I still Mahomes respect in. him too I much. I feel like there might be a voters fatigue shit yeah. coming out. That's why I didn't just. Buy I still it. I respect him, him too much to yeah. not put him in my yeah, three. I know. Uh, same with Jalen Hurts. Since like you know, same argument with Sirianni. He's gonna have to be a stud if Eagles gotta be without Steichen. If I'm if I'm putting the Eagles that high, right? And but my MVP winner this year is Joe Burrow. Yeah, I mean I went with Josh Allen. Same same vibe as you. Yeah. I feel like Josh Allen. Obviously, we both have Joe Burrow higher than him, and the way Josh Allen ended his year and the higher interceptions, I feel like he's gonna come, come back out, strong. Come yeah, back that's strong. true. Uh, Josh Allen was my fourth guy. Like I wanted to put him in the list too, but like yeah. we only have three. But Josh Allen it was tough was to pick, man. Yeah. Like that AFC side, especially, is stacked. It is stacked. It's so stacked. That wraps up our predictions. Yeah, I don't Award think we have any more NFL standings. news, anyways. Yeah. So, so we predicted the NFL season. We have the script. Come back to the end of the year to see if everything we, lines we, up. <laughs> this is well. Script. Now here's the thing. Are we the script writers? <laughs> no. Well, the problem is we have different scripts. So. Huh? Uh, depends on what the NFL chose. Did they choose my script or did they choose which, your which script? Which script makes the best movie between me and you? We'll see what happens. Mine, because Dan Campbell's involved. <laughs> Dan, Dan, I, I have the I have the Patrick Mahomes MVP race. Boring. Huh? Boring. Oh, the script loves that, though. But the script, script loves works. it. But entertaining value, you got... No, nah, it doesn't matter. You Nobody, got Dan Cavill you, you biting kneecaps. You writers care about the freaking entertainment of the fans? They're like, okay, the Chiefs win No, but all are you there. asking like the entertainment or you're talking about like the actual like result? Huh? I have both still. Ah, script writers. <laughs> I still have both. The script writers just find a way to do some stupid stuff. I wonder who script the chosen, but no. Um, as all jokes aside, comment your guys' predictions below. Call us idiots if you guys want. Who do you think? Uh, we'll be more right. Who will be more right? Who do you think had the better predictions between us? Let's see. Let's get our egos raised up here and deflated at the same yeah. time. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on. That's that. Right. One last football news. We forgot to mention this guy's. As this coach, we mentioned to forget this guy's team in college. It's the Colorado Buffaloes. They upset TCU. TCU was ranked 17. And but the who most, we're talking about is Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders coach. But the most important stat is a guy had 60 snaps at halftime. I think he finished with 110 or something. Like that, that is insane. Uh, Travis Hunter. So, those a little backstory. Um, Deion Sanders, once upon a time, coached Jackson State, uh, HBCU, right? And... He was offered, obviously, a lot of money. Obviously, that's why he Colorado left took it, yeah. Jackson State. He went over to Colorado, which I never heard of before. I'll be honest with you, in terms of a big school when it comes to football. Now, granted, we came to college football a little late. And he took the job, essentially brought his son as the QB and his other son. And son Travis had, son had a game, too. And everybody over to Colorado. Now, the problem with this was he literally had a meeting with them and said... Uh, if you guys want to fight for your spot or blah, 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 that's up to you. Otherwise, get out of the door because I have reinforcements coming. Now, obviously, Colorado parents, players probably didn't take that lightly. And listen, the reason why he's coming is because your team was probably asked. That's why he was coming. And obviously, there was a lot of backlash towards that. And I don't disagree with what Dion said, Prime said, as long as he does it fairly, Right. And now, granted, his cube son is the QB, so I feel like that one's but a little... But his son put up But here's yards. the thing. No, but here's the thing. The QB's the most important position. Your team's ass. Definitely, there's something wrong there. 
<laughs> right? Yeah. Now, maybe he didn't do a proper thing, but people are still going to say it's nepotism. That's your son. That's the thing, right? Because at the yeah. end of the day, Doug Peterson did release his kid and then brought him back on the practice squad. But obviously, he brought back Travis Hunter, who isn't in this year's draft, but definitely should be a first overall pick because Wide receiver, he's the Shohei Otani of this uh, he, team. He had 100 plus yard receiving. 10 plus interceptions. I think it was 11 total and an interception. 10 plus interceptions? 11? 10 plus receptions. Reception. Okay, I heard Yeah. That. So I think it was 11 receptions. Yeah. And one interception. Yeah. Dude's a stud play like on both sides of the ball. Probably should be a Heisman favorite. I know Caleb Williams and Michael Penix, Bo Nix, all these quarterbacks look like it's a love. Um, but this guy's this Blake guy Corum. is a this guy is someone to watch for. That's yeah. all I'm gonna say. Um, Colorado's I forgot to we completely forgot to mention the team to watch because I completely forgot <laughs> about were, Dion. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're in the thing. Um, obviously a lot of love from the coaches. I'm oh, sorry, the players in the league because Dion flipped the script instantly, and he's usually not done this quick, right? This is this isn't like he's coming into Alabama who had like two bad years and replaced Nick Saban. Obviously bad example because it's Nick Saban, <laughs> but um, I'm like he's not like Michigan for example. Yeah. Um, that's a better example to use. He didn't come in and be like, yeah, to flip two years of bad years, flip them, right? Because there were talks where Harbaugh was going to either leave or get fired. He is suspended yeah. four games. Um, but no, this is a whole different program. He flipped and then beat last year's finalists. Now, granted, they don't have their they're players still ranked, probably. They're, they're ranked school. Yeah, like granted, they don't have Max Duggan anymore, but whatever, right? Like, he killed it. Let's see how they do. I'm wondering what their schedule is like in the future, but we'll shout out to you guys and we'll get to that. All right, moving on. Let's get to FIBA. Before we continue, as long as it all works out, we are supposed to give you guys a bonus episode. I know I said this with the Women's World Cup, and I'm hoping I'm not jinxed again, knock on wood. But uh, I have talks. We're in conversation. It isn't like I'm getting ghosted, at least as I'm right now. (laughs) But we might have a bonus episode for you guys, depending on how his schedule is. I'm not going to reveal who this guy is, but he's a stud. He's been... He's grinding that's all you gotta know yeah, he's, he's at grinding. the world cup we're getting it live from the world cup as long as he's still there but fiba man oh man canada put pulled it a, off they pulled, pulled it off right the brazil game didn't happen before the last episode i'm pretty sure right uh, i Sunday, don't know friday, yeah no so yeah so they shot the bed on friday friday night against brazil against brazil what they should have won right and now it became a winning in situation against because spain lost to latvia yeah and it became and between between them spain is the better team. Yeah. And then Spain, number one ranked in the world, obviously on papers, we could probably still say it's the U.S., but U.S. lost to Lithuania themselves. Spain had to play Canada in a winner-go-home situation, both teams, in the Game 7. Same thing with Latvia and Brazil. And the problem, let's go back to Friday. You watched most of the second half. I watched most of the first half. Um, it was a shit show. Like, it, it was, was a bad shit show ending. in that fourth quarter. A lot of ISO heavy. ISO heavy. Terrible percentage shooting-wise. From the whole entire game, they they did not play at their pace. They played at Brazil's pace, who wanted to slow the game down. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of bad shot selections, not sh- hitting them. So everybody kind of lost a little faith. You know, they're playing Spain. Spain's probably coming out of revenge as well. Now, granted, the first ha- quarter pretty even. It was it was literally tied. You were it was tied. Yeah. The second quarter, Spain took a ten point lead. Same as the third. Third Canada, quarter, kind of raced it. Kind of raced it, but then somehow lost the quarter by two, and we're down twelve going into the fourth. And everybody's like, oh, here we go. Because here's the thing. Olympic qualifiers on the line. Here, The reason is, if they had won the Brazil game, it would have been easier to qualify because Brazil is part of the Americas. But they still had a chance to qualify this today or Sunday because Brazil lost eventually to Latvia, right? Dominican Republic lost. 
and Italy, like Italy, Serbia won. Again, I forgot who the third team. I'll double track. But so they had a chance. As long as Canada won, everything was in their favor. They 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 would have qualified, and they were getting. You know their defense was a little shaken up a little bit. There were moments. Well, Spain, Spain, ho- ho- Spain is good movement, bro. Horrible officiating, though. I'm gonna say that. Like I do understand the consistency of the calls, but Shea. Dylan Brooks. I don't want to hear anything bad about Dylan Brooks yeah, again. I'm a, I'm a Dylan Brooks fan for now. <laughs> again, but, the, but if he's on your team, you could. Uh, yeah, man, he had his shots. That's the he hit his shots. That's he, the, he hit three clutch twenty-two threes points, I think. Because RJ missed the two. Yeah, um, RJ. Here's the thing. It started off with RJ, then it obviously slowly went to Dylan Brooks, and Shea finished it off. Yeah. Um, RJ missed like two threes. Shea missed it, then Nikhil hit it. I think Ludor missed uh, three as well. Then Dylan Brooks came out and hit him three. Uh, hit three of them. Um, foul trouble, Dylan Brooks. Does Roger Bear fouled out. But yeah, Canada got it done. Spain's out of the World Cup. Last last time's champs are out of the World Cup. Defending champs are out. So not only did they qualify to the quarterfinals, which is like a weird setup of the tournament. They qualified. They qualified for the Olympics for the, for the first time since 2000. 24 years ago, uh, or no, 23 years ago, but 24 years ago, once the Olymp- they or, once Olympic started, yeah. yeah. And you know who was on the squad outside of Steve Nash, Rowan Barrett Sr. <laughs> oh, RJ Barrett's dad. <laughs> no, yeah. So RJ Barrett's dad, who's like the GM of Canada basketball, was on that squad. Obviously, RJ Barrett acknowledged that, and let's go right now. Let's. They have a squad to win it all. Clearly, Jordy Fernandez. Shout out to him. The flaws are still there. Like they have no interior defense. Whatsoever they need bigs. Kelly Linick big threes as well. Yeah, they, they need to develop some bigs. That's for sure. That's for sure. Um, yeah, proud Canadian. Shout out Canada. Yeah, shout out. Can't Canada. wait till Wednesday morning, six thirty in the morning. Though. Yeah, that's the only issue. Oh, <laughs> uh, five thirty. Sorry, five thirty in the morning. Oh, that's even so worse. So at least I get to watch most of the game before I leave for work. Um, they're playing Slovenia. Luca's in town. Not in town here, but they're playing Luca in Manila this time. They're moving from Jakarta, Indonesia to Manila, Philippines. Um. Let's see how it goes, cause uh, Germany spanked um, Luca, cause I'm literally gonna say Luca. Um, but at the end of the day, it's Euro ball uh, type of vibe, FIBA's Euro ball type of vibe. Anything could happen, can, and chemistry matters. Oh uh, yeah, you just like figure out where you slow down Luca, and then you have a chance of winning. Other side of things, US finally lost the first game, but cause they won the first one, but survived yeah, Montenegro. Do you, the quarter, do you have the quarterfinals? Yeah, I'm gonna bring it. Uh, it US will be fine. We already know that they were already in. And, uh, yeah, I think it's USA, Italy, Latvia, and I forgot. Latvia, Germany. Oh, Latvia, Germany. So, I think that's one side. Then the other side is Canada. Well, I don't know about the bracket. I'll, I'll pull up the bracket. But yeah, Lithuania, Serbia, Italy, USA, Latvia, Germany, Canada, Slovenia. So, that's it. That's what it is. Yeah. Um. By the way, the finals will be on Sunday, September 10th at 540 in the morning. Oh god damn it! <laughs> <laughs> and there's a chance Canada can make it, and against there the is US. a chance. That's for sure. Uh, bracket wise, it's like it's what you mentioned. You said in the order. No, uh, it's USA, Italy. It's oh, it Latvia, is, I mean, Germany. I was gonna look at. I just look. I just it's listened. Latvia, to teams. I, didn't, I thought it was done by it's schedule. What uh, whatever Canada, Slovakia, and then Serbia, and who was it again? Yeah. Um. Okay. So it's Italy, US, winner versus Germany, Latvia. Yeah. Um, Lithuania, Serbia, winner versus Canada, Slovenia. Um, yeah, that's what it is. Honestly, if we get past, we could get to the finals. They can. They genuinely Because they can. avoid Germany and U.S. till the final. Yeah. Now, that being said, Lithuania did beat the U.S. You can't take anyone easy because literally we lost probably 
I was at a lemon on, we beat them, but out of the, all the teams we played, the second worst team is probably Brazil because Latvia clearly showed that they're the better team. Yeah. Um. So that is the FIBA updates. We get by Luca, and we're good. Yeah. And yeah, we might have a bonus episode for you. That's why we're not going to go in too much in detail. Yeah. Um. No NBA news. We're not going to even get waste time onto that. MLB. Um. Playoffs. There's just one small update. It's going to take like two minutes. It's literally the we mentioned it. Uh, during trade deadline period, I think it was, or even before yeah, it was, that, it was a while back. Yeah. Um, that Jeff Passan has reported that pitch clock rules used throughout the Major League Baseball season will remain the same during the 2023 postseason. So key this year. Sources familiar with the situation tell ESPN the rules just a reminder: 15 seconds with no runners on, 20 seconds with runners on. Players had expressed hope for more time or eliminated completely. Did they increase time? No. It's, 15 it's the seconds, same times, right? 15 seconds with no runners and 20 what, seconds. Okay, uh, why did I think it was like 10 and 15? No, it was 15 and 20. Oh, I thought it was 10 and 15. Because the, then the batter has to be ready by 11, I believe. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, so... Yeah, it, I wasn't in favor of taking it away, but I also wanted more time type of thing. Because I don't want to... I don't want someone... I don't want the World Series to be over because of a pitch call violation. Yeah. Right? So that reason, I wanted more time, but I did not want it removed either. For the playoffs. Because I feel like it might mess up with the timings as well. For the players as well. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, extra innings rules, as long as not that's that's not in there, I am I'm, I'm I don't hate it. I don't think they had extra Yeah, they didn't have it last year anyway, yeah, so yeah. So. Um, yeah, so that being said, that's the MLB news. Uh, let's get into some soccer. We have not just transfer recap. We have a regular recap if we really want to. We have international break coming up, so we'll probably do next episode will be our Next episode, or the episode after, will be our first four-game recap of the EPL, probably. And we have some stuff to say, Man United fans, but we'll Should talk about the game so today. So, are we going to talk about EPL, like, fully? or No, no, no. So, just keep uh, it we'll, we'll only talk about Man United Arsenal. We'll keep it Man United Arsenal, just because that was game thoughts. of the year we so have far. Uh, but, should we start with transfers first? Or Champions League, you want to get that over with? Because I forgot to put it on the board, I have it on here. Alright, Champions League, start Champions out. League and Europa League group stages, more care about more of the Champions League are set. And off the bat... Group F. Group F is group of debt. As simple as that. <laughs> All right. It's what? PSG. Dortmund, PSG, Newcastle, and uh, AC Milan. Yeah. And let me just pull it up fully. It is... So, off the bat, Group A, Bayern Munich. I mean, we don't, we don't have to say all of them, right? Like, okay, they fine. Could, they could go, but, like, what are the ones that intrigue you? Obviously, Group F is one. Group A intrigues us because it's Manchester, Bayern Munich. Gallard has Which is the second best, I think. Second hardest. Um, group stage, here we go. So let's start off with group A. This is literally right here. Um, Manchester United, Bayern Munich, Copenhagen, and Galatasaray. Obviously, we're United fans. That's why. We should get out of the group. I think uh, so We should, as well. but I will not, knowing how our team is and all the fucking behind the scenes that's going on, it's pissing me off. Um, we won't be surprised if Galatasaray somehow get out of it. And we already mentioned group F is group of death. Um... Yes, so that's PSG, Dortmund, Milan, Newcastle. Listen, Newcastle's kind of struggling, but if it's last year's Newcastle somehow shows up, kind of like how West Ham kind of did with their Europa League or Conference League Conference runs, League, yeah. Um, they will be, this will be tough. Every game will be tough. PSG will get into the transfers, like we said, made some changes. I will not be surprised if somehow they win it, especially if, if Mbappé go to leave and they win, it'll be hilarious. I want that to happen next year. If that They're happens. not winning it. No, no, no I'm just know. saying if that. But it'll be hilarious. Yeah, 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 it'll be funny. Um, Dortmund almost won it last year. The league. The league, yeah. Their league. Um, Milan. It's always solid. Always solid. Newcastle will put up a fight. 
City once again, easy group. Yeah, no. Barca, need. Porto, yeah. I think Arsenal has Sevilla. This is the most random group. Fine, or Atletico Madrid, Lazio, Celtic. That is random. <laughs> That's I like you always get that one random group. Yeah, and I think um, Arsenal has Sevilla, right? Yeah, Arsenal has Sevilla, but yeah, and Real, everyone has a kind of a partner. Real Madrid, Napoli. Yeah. And then yeah, Benfica, Inter. So those are the Champions League groups. If what? you want to look at that full, you could just search it up. Search it up. Group F is the one. To, to keep an eye out to for. To keep an eye out for, yeah. And obviously... And whatever you're, you're a fan of. <laughs> yeah, whatever you're a fan of. Europa League, very quickly, the one group that caught my eye, obviously, the, I don't know many teams, so we're not even going to go through it, is... Uh, Liverpool's? No, Liverpool was an easy one. They're easy It one. was uh, Ajax, Marseille, Brighton, Ike. Okay, yeah, that's it, that's... Mar- Brighton, the way they started right now in the league, is crazy. Ajax... Ajax are going to be solid. Um, they have a new coach, so they kind of struggled last but year. But they'll be fine. Like this, and Marseille is still going to be decent. Yeah, so, so that that is a group of that. West Ham, Olymp- West Ham, let's see how they do. They kind of have a hot start. Well, they got their ass kicked on the weekend um, by Brighton. No, wrong team. That's Newcastle. No. That was Newcastle. Yeah. They did not West Ham. Oh, you were Luton Town. No, so they that won. was something else. Yeah, no, because I've, I, you know what was in my head? Well, Mikel Antonio got benched. <laughs> you took him off your FPL. That's why I was thinking yeah, that happened. Nah, I, I made a mistake. Yeah. And you made him captain, by the way. Instead, that of was the mistake. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's the only group I really care about. The notable teams in this, if you guys want to watch, notable. I'm not gonna name every team. Lever- Bayer Leverkusen, AS Roma, Lukaku is in the Champions League now. Villarreal, Liverpool, Atlanta, and Sporting CP are in a group. Real Betis and Rangers. Uh, Marseille, I already said that one. Nice. And, then, and then West Ham Olympiacos. Those are and the one more team is Sevilla. Yeah. Just because, why not? <laughs> <laughs> if they drop down and repeat, that's what's going to happen. All right, so that's the European competition draws done. We'll go transfers right now. Yeah, okay, so off the bat, we're not going to go through every transfer. Sofian Amrabat off the bat, done. It's done. Finally, you're stupid. We'll it get may, to the Met England. It we'll may get be to the done United th- game. Yeah, but we're not going to, I want. I want. I don't want to waste it was time a wor- too much. We got the player, which we needed. But we done, we done the most. saga ever. We've done the most stupidest way possible. That's all I'm going to say. They're, yeah, like they're they're like, oh yeah, no one's gonna bid for you anyways. Might as well wait. You guys are realize that there's we're four games into the season now. Yeah, we could have used Amrabat against the uh, guard today. Yeah, like <laughs> against any all teams. Yeah, we could have literally got that done, right? Like Mason Mount was willing to even do the same thing, and you could have gotten a cheaper deal him for him too. Uh, now I don't know how much of that was Ten Hag prioritizing Mount or how much of that was uh, what's his um more freaking Mortog and uh. Richard Arnold, whatever his name is, and yeah, but that's, that's one done, move. Yeah. Sticking with Man United quickly, Greenwood is Gattaf loan, so Gattaf it's not a surprising loan. he left. Yeah, but makes sense. Yeah, and we officially got rid of Dean Henderson. I really wish he had an opportunity. That COVID, he he got COVID, and then David yeah, that, Hand never that, that, back. that 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 moment ruined it for him. Yeah, because he had the starting. He job. was gonna get the job, but anyways, big news now. Uh, off the bat, Liverpool rejected a hundred fifty million bid on Mo Salah. Little bit surprised. I understand the replacement. But it was, was the last there. day. That's why. They couldn't replace Salah. Yeah, that's the reason. If it's Salah wants out, then he would have been gone. Yeah. But, but keep in mind, the Saudi league thing still continues for two, three more weeks. Yeah. So it, could, talks could still happen. I doubt it. I don't think Salah is that type of guy. If they do that, Liverpool threw away their season. Yeah. Like, I don't think Salah, unless Salah demands it, right? Like, then... I doubt it, no. Salah, Salah would have demanded it I before. think they would wait till January. They'll wait they'll, I think it's next year. I don't think it's I'm just saying, I, at the minimum, they'll wait for January. Yeah, the obviously, same thing that makes sense, but no. Uh, but I like, Liverpool is smart, like, unlike Man United, of selling players high. Raheem Sterling, Philip Coutinho, Luis Suarez. They will do it with Salah. Fernando Torres. But they will do it next year. Yeah. Um, 
uh, Randall Colomani. Yeah, let's go with that one. Randall Colomani is a PSG player. For now, 90 mil. More famous for <laughs> probably getting his the shot miss robbed by getting Andy robbed Martinez. By Andy Martinez. Martinez. Probably haunt, ha- will haunt him for the rest of his life. Well, Especially if they don't win one anymore. If, if, unless he wins one, obviously that's the only way but to get moment, over it. But the moment, the moment, but that win. moment, yeah, is definitely. But yeah, seventy-five plus fifteen add-ons. So it could be. In he was one of the guys United were linked to. Many guys, strikers, PSG were heavy to get him. They ended up getting him on the last day. Um, so that's I, I never heard of him till the World Cup. So let's see how he does. And he did well. That's what I'm saying. Cup. Like if Mbappe leaves and they somehow they're building, let's just say they're building a young foundation there now with Usman Dembele because Morocco Marco Verratti's gone too now. They have so, no midfield. Yeah. Um. Let's see how that goes. Um. Barca. They what the Yao's yeah, yeah. the Jaws are there both Yao on loan Felix I believe and Yao Cancelo. Yo, start off with Yao Felix. He said publicly he wanted to be a Barca player. Now that did not work out for Antoine Griezmann. Keep that in mind. Yeah, the that's difference true. is they're not spending 150 million on him. They're going getting him on loan. And the difference is Barcelona have been good these last couple of years. Yeah, and Yao Felix obviously he's pretty much out of favor completely at Atletico Madrid. Fans are against him. You could tell his teammates are kind of against him. So good start, maybe revenge season for him in within the league. Did decent. He was, he was only Chelsea's bright spot outside of the red card. Enzo. Well, yeah, those two, and still couldn't win a game. But <laughs> really, uh, Joao Cancelo obviously big talk was with him was Bayern Munich will he sign him for 70 mil he I guess struggled for their standards went back and then I think he's on loan if I'm not mistaken so Barca reinvigorated themselves those are, those are good players to add Cancelo uh, I'm still very high on and I think he will help Barca a lot yeah uh, any other on top of your head uh, not really <laughs> no. I think those, like, nothing really happened deadline day outside of those, those are the major ones. I'm just glad I woke up and I saw the Amrabat news as much as it pissed me yeah, off. Yeah, that's true. But speaking, yeah. speaking of Manchester United, let's just get out of the way. All right. <laughs> this is probably like, is there anything else we're going to talk about? So we'll, I'm going to leave Man United for last. You want to go into the England squad right now? Yeah, we'll go quickly England squad. I'm going to leave Man United for last. Oh, yeah, because we have more drama. Came out. Yeah, yeah. England squad. Well, we're going to still rant on this as well, even though we're not big England supporters. But as we mentioned before, Kerry Maguire you know, rejected uh, West Ham's proposal of his personal terms. And I literally came out and said, I'm like, listen, he's getting paid and he will get the England call up. And he now, did. he got the England call up. Now, a lot of it has injuries involved, for sure. I'll give him that benefit of the doubt. But a guy like Ben White hasn't been called up. Ben White didn't get called up for Harry Maguire. Uh, Fakaya Tomori isn't there. Which is which is like I'm gonna go tomorrow. Isn't there? So who's missing? Then I realize it's the injury. Ben White, right? John Stones is not there. Luke Shaw's not there. Injury and yeah. So off the bat, still head scratching to me that Harry Maguire before today or on Sunday playing the little bit he did play was not. By the time this roster came out, he was not. He had zero minutes. Zero minutes. Yeah. Same thing with Calvin Phillips before he had a little cameo on Saturday. Zero minutes. Jordan Henderson has gone. Saudi League. Okay. Who are they missing center mid wise? Um I honestly they could even get rid of a center mid and bring an extra attacker. Yeah, there was or a an player. extra defender as well. Who it was. A center mid, right? I feel like someone got left out. Um James yeah. Ward Prowse. Yeah. James Ward Prowse. That's who it was. Yeah. James Ward Prowse. But yeah, um, no sense to me. Well, one good thing I'll give you a shout out for Eddie and Kedia made it. So and Kedia had a good start to the season. But where's Raheem Sterling? When he was struggling, you kept picking him 
And now he's off on a tear, at least when this roster was announced, you don't pick him, right? Where is James Ward-Prowse? Where is Ben White? Where is Ollie Watkins? Yes, Southgate, he does his stupid stuff. The worst part is he does decently well these last few tournaments. That's like I get why he picks Maguire, but if you're you're contradicting yourself, that's all it is. Simple as that. There's nothing else to it. I would support England if it wasn't for Southgate. Simple as that. I don't care. Like yeah, the, the it's coming home chance do piss me off, but not as much as Southgate. Southgate, yeah. Simple does, as that. Does piss you off? Um, uh, you or me? Just me or you? And me too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's annoying. Like um, again, you would think I'll be fighting for Harry Maguire to be on a spot because he is a Manchester United player. But I'm not saying that like, I know you're not a huge fan of him either. But I'm still backing. Like, we end, still back Man United players. We're, we're, but we're being real. We're being real right now, right? And Ben White deserves it more than Harry Maguire does, right? James Ward-Prowse deserves it more than a Saudi Pro League player like Jordan Henderson, who's old, Calvin Phillips. and Calvin Phillips. And Raheem Sterling. Raheem Sterling could. So he could have been that. Could be in there, and then Ollie Watkins as well. Like, I'm glad he picked Marcus Rashford and it wasn't saying some dumbass shit. As they deserved, for sure. Oh, as is a Oh, The first name I wanted to look at was James Madison, if he was going to make it. Because yeah. he was always left out. He would always be the and injury replacement. It? Yeah, he made it as a forward, which kind of makes no sense to me. But uh, whatever. Oh, whatever. So he made it. That's he made it, right? Like, arguably. And then Sam Johnstone made it, um, fighting with Dean Henderson for that number one position at Crystal Palace now. But Ramsdale should be your starter. I, I don't want to see Pickford starting, but then I again, think we'll be Pickford. Hey, you, that's another stupid decision they always yeah. make. Yeah. All right. So that's the England squad. We have other, you know, check out your guys. Christian Ronaldo's called up again. He's playing. I wonder if really, did Messi get called up? Easy. I don't know if he's playing in this window because he's in the MLS. So that's gonna be big for Inter Miami. Let me let me pick Definitely that up. Definitely check that out. Yeah. Um. Um. So. You want to start off with the Man United? All right, Man United. Just discuss what happened, then we'll get into the round. Man United played Arsenal today, and Sunday. Sunday, yeah, yeah, Sunday. At the time of recording. And uh, game of the year, would you say, so far? I can't comment too much because I didn't watch any of the I don't care. Games. I'm saying game of the year. <laughs> right. Emirates Stadium, uh, we are expecting Man United to lose because they haven't been good this year. Arsenal haven't been like, you know, what they were last year, but they still are have been the better team. And uh, it ended up with a 3-1 victory for Arsenal. And we're like, okay, that's expected at the beginning of the game. We're like, okay, Listen, that could happen. To put but some the con- way it happened... To put the context, you and I were so happy because we saw Canada basketball literally finish at 8.30, yeah. celebrate, run to the main TV after because we were watching it in our room, and uh, my room. And then we turned on the game, started watching it. And then, you know, I was genuinely anticipating like a 2 nothing, 3 nothing loss with Arsenal, making a boring game, Arsenal thing. Started off kind of like that. Arsenal were dominating. And Andre Onana doing Andre Onana things. <laughs> the most composed man in the world is Andre Onana, man. Man's playing through balls in between the lines of over lines to get it to ball to the midfield and start attacks. Bro, like, as a goalie, that's insane. So, he was the reason why Rashford scored in the first goal. Yeah, like I mean, he, it was, was, it was, it was one like, of the re- it, it started involved, off with him. It was involved like that, but Arsenal did. It was a turnover as well. Yeah. So, I think Arsenal won the ball high up the field. Christian Eriksen Christian Eriksen picked it up, like, turned it over, sent the through ball to Rashford. Rashford doing Rashford things, cuts inside, scores. So, we'll cut it. let me just finish off the Messi convo here now. Because um, uh, as of the 32 players named to the 2026 World Cup qualification, Conor matches on September 7 and 12, Leo Messi's on it. So Inter-Miami, you're not making the playoffs. It's over for Inter-Miami. Uh yeah, so I mean, man, Bus, Busquets, Busquets couldn't Alba Kagari. <laughs> yeah, but like, who's gonna score? 
and set up. Joseph Martinez? <laughs> I don't know. But no, but, yeah, Messi, I'm surprised he's playing these. I thought yeah. he was going to retire. But well, he said he wants to play more. He wants to enjoy the feeling, Copa I guess. America, maybe, and try to win it at he home soil. To, he wants to defend like, it. In the home I don't know, who knows. Anyways, back to United. Um, 30 seconds later. Breakdown. Breakdown. Good play by Arsenal. Very good play. Odegaard puts in the back of the net from a cutback cross from, I think, Martinelli. Yeah. After that, kind of even game. It was an even game. Even after game. That. Like, yeah, before, Arsenal before had the more goals. Before the goals, it was Arsenal, but after that, it kind of get even. Kind of got even, right? And, and until halftime. Halftime comes, penalty, call. Oh, that was beginning of the second half, yeah. Yeah. So let's get to that penalty call. It was given on the by the ref. It was given. And VAR. On, and all like, uh, if you're looking at live play, it did look like a penalty. Yeah, live play looked like a penalty. I'm not gonna disagree with that. But VAR is a thing, right? Yeah. So. It was. It was it, getting overturned. It was getting overturned for any know. team. I'm still saying it. I'm gonna call my cousin out yeah. on this, and I know you were going out in the group chat. I just stayed quiet. It's getting overturned for any team in any situation. Yeah. Because that is a clear dive. There is no contact, and, uh, and I don't no, care what you say. Not just him. I'm not putting it on him. Eddie, uh, and not any of This is nothing to do with their cousins or anyone like that. This is strictly anyone that's not a Manchester United fan. First of all. Every team will back their team. Like literally, when we go from the I go from the group chat. I go on Twitter. It's like Arsenal are cheaters or blah blah blah, right? Because the Man United pages are saying that. So I try to go look at the neutral fans, like Chelsea fans, and they were saying, yeah, no penalty. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna stick with that. To the, the argument of like having like, for example, I thought the Tottenham handball was a handball, and it got overturned. Where's the Barchester United shit then, right? So and I know the Onana thing happened week one, but yeah. anyways, that's too far back. So yeah, penalty got overturned. I it's not a penalty. I don't care what shit what anyone says. It's not. It's not right. So gets the other way. Um, sub on Garnacho, right? Anthony, you're not gonna say shit about him. He actually had a Anthony, solid game. Anthony, solid defensively. Obviously, offensively, he could do a little bit more. Rasmus Hojland. But I believe that everyone offensively could have done a little bit more. But I genuinely think that this was our best. Up until the point where Maguire and Evans were subbed in. Yeah, okay, so we'll yeah. get to that in a second because that's going to piss until, me off. Up until that point, I do believe this was our best defensive performance yeah. of the season. Except for that goal. Um, yeah, that breakdown. Yeah, that mini breakdown. but Rosamus Hoyland comes in. Pretty solid yeah, debut. Hoyland and Maguire came at the same time. Yeah, so Maguire's fine, whatever. Yeah, Martinez yeah. got hurt, over-aggressive play, got a yellow card too. Um, but Rosamus Hoyland, I want to focus on the attack here. Pretty solid. Like, you wanted a guy like Martial to hold up the play, but maybe more dynamic, and he is. Martial he's is solid. injured. He's a big player. Some big player. He is speedy as so, well. He is pretty fast. Yeah. Sub on Granacho. Now, right? Like, this game, I don't want to put Granacho too much. With, I don't want to put, put with on... With Johnny Evans. Okay, okay, yeah, true. With Johnny Evans. But I don't want to put too much on Ten Hag this game. This game specifically. Okay, like yeah. how you did with the ten, Tottenham game. He deserves some blame, sure. Whatever. That build-up play for that goal yeah, so was I, good. Now, in live play, it was the uh, same thing. If there was no VAR, it was that was tight. a goal. It probably would have been 2-2, assuming the penalty counted. So, it would have yeah. been a 2-2 game at this point, but got overturned. Great build-up play. Hopefully, we get more of these. Yeah, so it was basically Bruno won the ball in the midfield. Yeah. Plays it up to Hojlin. Hojlin does a back heel layoff. Casemiro. Casemiro Gnac- puts it through. Casemiro puts it through. Ganacho tried to bend his run. I don't think, I guess he didn't do it enough, even though it was like millimeters yeah. offside. And... uh yeah, went on a breakaway uh, f- from like around half. Scores. Gets, scores, does a job, celebrates. I was celebrating. Then uh, I stayed I, quiet because uh, I knew it was yeah, then, uh, for sure. Then, then it got called back. Then everything from that point just went yeah. the minute horribly that cor- for a Man United. Yeah, fan. and then obviously Johnny Evans, like you said, came in a couple of minutes before that. And if you were to tell me that freaking Maguire and Johnny Evans are your center backs at this point in, against a game, in a game against Arsenal... 
I we made, you literally sent the group chat congratulations guys the Arsenal fans in the group chat are causing once it's on sub Donny yeah. I was like yep yeah, it's over right and you could tell you holy shit Johnny Evans first run was so bad it like, was so slow you could just tell how slow they were they were slow together the minute the corner kick was given and I'm like oh my god this is their weakness yeah and guess what they couldn't close down on him because they were so slow now debatable hold whatever I don't and think it, it no, was yeah. okay so basically the play before I think was because I think Evans got beat right yeah right and then they went out for a corner and Arsenal they, they struggled from corners all game as well but Saka they only needed one ball. yeah Saka puts in a good ball Des- deflected holes. Rice shoots it okay, deflects okay first first Saka puts in a good ball but Declan Rice was able to control the ball and bring it to the ground that was the inside problem inside the box that was the off problem off a corner kick and then credit Declan Rice blasted in your post deflected in Anana a little bit chant little chance to it got a hand to it but couldn't yeah. get a strong uh, one to it goal happens game should have been o- not over but like game uh, 8 minutes out of time as well yeah um, and then yeah then obviously United all out attack Gabriel and obviously again our center backs so clearly yeah, Gabriel Jesus was going to go held composure fair play to him finishes it 3-1 the scoreline should like doesn't tell the story of the game essentially yeah but um, now as a fan like that's the recap fan, of the game I don't know why we did a yeah. recap but we did a recap of the game as a neutral fan fun game to watch Arsenal fan, fun game to watch, but United that was, that was and my mood dipped because I thought we were gonna lose two nothing, so I'm still gonna hold the high of Canada. Now after that, shout out to a person who messaged us, um, the Derek from buddy, good buddy of Derek's knows he's your physio. Uh, sent physio. us a, sent us a very kind, nice message that kind of flipped our mood flipped around. Our mood around, then. and now that's why we're a little too happy <laughs> in, yeah. in this pod. But no, back to the back to the that kind of turned our mood around. But back to the game. Um, yeah, and like overall, I can't blame Ten Hag too much. I think the tactics are fine. Like they were, it was a close game. It was, it was even. a close game. Arsenal weren't at One their best. One thing I wanted more to do is like try to keep possession in their half yeah. a little bit, right? Because when we keep possession, it's with Onana. The problem was again, like like I said, everybody hates Manchester United because one Fergie time they dominated, right? They did. Fair play, I get that. Uh, obviously, after that, whatever we struggle. So the downfall is there. But the thing that pissed me off um, was. This is where I'm not going to go at Ten Hag because I don't think Ten Hag had a full say in this. Why the hell is Johnny Evans and Harry Maguire center backs when we could have had Kim Menje, we could have had Tadebo or Pavard. Yeah. And that's that's what's pissing me off in this. And this is where I blame. And again, everybody's going to every it's easy to say Glazers and I get it. I still blame them for this because they might not be selling. Um, the issue for me, the reason why I'm blaming the Glazers is because they're the ones stopping the fee to get the players. And Yes, we spent a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. We spent four hundred million with Ten Hag, and he has a little fault in that with the, with the um the Mount Anthony. and then Mount Anthony and Mount deals, Anthony right? and Mount are looking like it right, right now. But um, I'm giving more of the blame to the head office people, but I'm giving them the blame here because you're telling me we didn't need a center back. Uh, you like you could tell he wanted to get rid of Harry Maguire all this time, and Harry Maguire chose to stay. So I'm not blaming Ten Hag on why he's staying, but. Yeah, you didn't accept a bid for McTominay, and we'll get into Jaden Sancho now. The problem is that that's the issue. Like, there's everybody else is at fault at the end of the day, but I still, if I'm now, the good news is before we get to Sancho, the transfer window's done. We know your squad now. You We're not selling anybody and hope Varane doesn't leave for Saudi, even though right now we need him, right? And you know it's international squad. break. You know your squad. Hopefully, he kind of fixes his tactics and not tries to be stubborn to play his own. But we've seen Ten Hag turn shit around. Last year, he did it last year. I believe in him still. I don't like. Yeah, there's no sack Ten Hag. I'm not trying to like. Yes, we're already starting to criticize him, but I don't want to be like. He won us it's a trophy. Fair criticism. Fair criticism is. But f- it's not sack Ten Hag. 
Yeah. That's 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 the difference. That's the end of the day. Right. People that want to blame him because we're losing, go it's ahead. It's fine. It's fine. But whatever. Sancho thing though. Yeah. After the game, Eric Ten Hag is wondering why. Like people are wondering why McTominay and Sancho did not play. I don't know what he said about McTominay, but Sancho he said lack of his training attitude wasn't the greatest. wasn't good tra- at training, so he wasn't coming out. Now Sancho an hour later puts out a statement out of nowhere. That like don't believe these reports, and then these are not reports by like, you know, Fabrizio Romano it was by or David Ornstein. It was by Ten Hag. It was literally by Ten Hag, saying I'm the scapegoat. Blah blah blah. Now, I get his frustration because a guy like Anthony who struggled the first two games was playing over him more, I, and I get that. Like, there's some type of favoritism there, and I 100% agree with that part. But he's the same guy that. This is the first time, by the way, Ten Hag has done this in public. So just kind of out of character. I don't know if he was just frustrated at the game. I know he was blaming the refs a lot. I don't think it was fully on the refs. It but, wasn't on the refs. Um, but like there was nothing really. There was nothing. There's nothing really like Arsenal. Like it was offside. Looking, if you're watching the game, looking at it, Arsenal were the team that looked like they were going to get the goal. Yeah. Um. Even though. Yeah. Even though we got the goal, but it was offside. But yeah. Um. So he's usually fair. Uh, you know, he keeps it to himself. Uh, protects the players in the media. He doesn't protect Sancho in this case because last year. He also did protect him. He did protect him. He was away from the team for the whole World Cup plus after. And he told him to take your time. Take your time. Comes out with smiling for him because he had a good game when he came back. So, yes, from the United fans thing, yeah, is Sandra the scapegoat? For sure. Is he living up to the price tag and his wages? Hell no. But the problem... He's not even living up to half of it. The problem is why come out with that statement at the right time? Whether you're right or wrong, you can't come out with a statement like that. And because of that, maybe they should have sold him because it was came late that Chelsea wanted him apparently because he was also a reportedly Chelsea fan growing up based on previous pictures. Yeah, another. This is why I'm still saying they're the worst run franchise, including the Benning Canucks. Yeah, simple as that. Like, there's always a shit show. They're the biggest club in England, so they're gonna be talked about always. And I'm, I'm not afraid to admit that. But I'm trying to be real as well. And yeah, so this club, man. Now in two weeks, when we do a proper Premier League recap, probably. Um, I do have one question before you before you officially close it out. More of a fun type thing. Um, that listen, I have faith they'll turn it around. And this is where I'm gonna ask you. This is where I'm gonna bring up the question. We did a tier list. How much do you want to change after you seeing all the transfer window shut down now? Is Man United Premier coming? League prediction, it, right? Or Premier League prediction? Yeah. Do you drop Man United at the top four now? Uh, right in the way they're playing. Uh, obviously I want to. And Tottenham comes up. And yeah, probably Tottenham comes up. In my opinion. But or Newcastle, if actually Newcastle struggling, so maybe Brighton, man, maybe Brighton, maybe Jeevan is right when he predicted Brighton be top four. Yeah, <laughs> but, in that, but in that one he left Arsenal out. Yeah, why? No, like it was not even like Arsenal was heads and heels better than us either. That's the thing that pissing me off. And then yeah, I'm blaming. We the, are there. We are th- there. This is where I'm blaming the board. Amrabat would have helped this game. Amrabat, Amrabat, like, him, Casemiro, and I get it. Ericsson assisted it, but Ericsson, Ericsson had a out. good game. Even if Amrabat came off the bench, Ericsson was the best player in the midfield offensively. He yeah. was better than Bruno as well, but obviously he has a defensive, you know, laps lapses. And yeah, okay. Now going forward, assuming everybody healthy, we already know what our backline should be. Should be. We now, know what here's midfield. the problem. I'm still have faith because Amrabat might come into the starting lineup. We'll see. Our front three should be Hoyland. Um, it's probably gonna be Anthony, but. Whether you want to say it's it or not, Hoyland, Rashford, Rashford, and Anthony, Anthony. Martial's be good subbed. Uh, Garnacho will be a good fill in as well. So I like that rotation there, and it's Sancho, depending on whatever happens to him now. Yeah. Uh, but Police Street could fill in that exactly, as well. and depending on the health of and then and uh, the midfield, midfield yeah. rotation I like. Right? Kobe Mino might come in. Kobe Mino, Casemiro, Amrabat, 
Fernandez, Erickson, Erickson and, Mount. and Mount. I'm fine with the rotation Alex. there. The biggest question mark is, is our defensive depth. Exactly. Center back depth, to be more clear. Yeah. Because Sean Malasic being injured at the same time is kind of a just unlucky situation. And we got Sergio Regulon for that, which I forgot to mention, but we don't know how he's going to be. But yeah, if Varan, sorry, if um, Martinez, no, if Maguire and Evans and Evans are a center back come back from international break, yeah, we're, we're probably we're not even going to finish top 10. We're cooked. Simple as that. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll uh, leave it there. We'll sure. leave it there. That's our clip. We had to get this round out of the way because it was the biggest game of the weekend. Um, congrats, Arsenal. Hope, again, classic. Screw you. Classic uh, away loss again. Another away team. loss, yeah. But that's the one that well, hurts, and we could have had this game. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. Yeah. For this pod. Where yeah, pretty much it. Fun pod. I had fun. It was, fun. It was enjoy- I hope NFL. you guys enjoyed it. NFL. NFL's back. This Thursday, we'll drop a last episode where we talk about NFL. And like I said, next weekend, get ready. Next Sunday. And comment down below your predictions. Comment down below whose predictions were better as well. Next Sunday, we'll be ready to talk some NFL games for once. Yeah, Official finally. NFL games. Got to talk with really some A-Rich, that shirt you're A-Rich, wearing. A-Rich, yo. A-Rich's um, debut. Definitely uh, talk about that. The Sunday night football and stuff. But yeah, we definitely need a TV set up here. <laughs> That's for sure. Too, right? Depending on how we do our, our soccer schedules are starting. And hey, volleyball is on a Tuesday, but soccer schedules are the main thing here. Yeah. But yeah. That's pretty much it. Make sure you guys check out the Derek Bossy podcast. Banger of a podcast. Don't want to miss it. And Love the support so far from that yeah, podcast. Yeah, great support on the podcast. Um, um, just, yeah, like everything in it has some serious moments, has a journey, uh, has jokes, lots of jokes. and uh, Shares his brother's legacy. And shares and his yeah. brother's legacy. Um, I'm going to say it here. Donate to the Brendan Bossy Foundation. As um, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, We'll probably link it down. Yeah, this link video. It down below. We'll link it down below. You can check out the Instagram and check out the GoFundMe. Yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, support it. Good cause. And uh, check out potential bonus episode this week again with the talking more basketball. Talking more FIBA as well. Yeah. yeah. And uh, check out a potential tier. No, tierless video for sure. Potentially this weekend um, on Saturday, most likely. Yeah. So uh, those are all the teases. Those are all the updates. And uh, other than that, we'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.